All right. Hi, as promised on Calfire Crackpots 19, couldn't be 20 because I couldn't be ours to record while I was had, had having COVID. Um, special guests, Psychic Dolphin Garage. We got Dennis and Charlie from the cool pod, much cooler than us. Hi, Hi everyone. everyone. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm Charlie. She, her. I'm Dennis. He, they. It's like just our like, podcast. Um, yeah, just like our show. Look at us. Huh? Oh, <laughs> like we just like you know fell right into it. Wow. Yeah, we did. We love the the the, the cold opens that aren't cold because we don't edit. <laughs> Very nice. No, no oh, editing. No nothing. You're gonna really if you if you like our show, you're gonna hear all the stuff we cut out because we don't want to get canceled. And here we are. No, or like it's just too spicy, and we're like, oh, that's Patreon. That's yeah. Patreon worthy. <laughs> My, my version of not getting canceled is watching is like watching it before I upload it and be like, hmm, I can trim that one joke that I said that was kind of out of pocket. Okay, so there is some editing. There, there, there is editing. It's the Windows video editor. So I put in the music <laughs> and then I watch it so I can use their janky as fuck like snipping thing. Right, right. Okay. Nice. After you like, and afterwards, you're going to make one of those anime music videos in yes. Windows Movie Maker. Perfect. <laughs> Wait, I can make you you telling me I can make one of those for free? <laughs> Man, I wish I could learn how to speed up Rockefeller Street. Anyway. <laughs> so we're coming back to California Water Politics 2.0. See, I'm really getting better at SEO because I have mm -hmm. California and politics in the title. Ooh. Wow. Like, hold on, uh, I'm gonna go to the um the the, the kind of pit of my terrible uh, SEOs, which is the Nile River and its many Niles, makes a great pun, not so good for SEO. No, it doesn't. And the most viewed videos are the ones that have the word California in it, so. Oh, see, that was the opposite for me when I was doing, um, uh, when I was doing videos. All of my ones that were about California water, no, nothing. Uh, but then the ones that were like about Del Taco, perfect. Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh huh. Everyone oh, wants Del Taco. Mm -hmm. I so, just want you. We need to do an episode about Del Taco in California. Are you kidding me? I would love to. I can talk <laughs> about Del Taco for like an hour. I can talk about Del Taco for the hour and a half that I spent uh, throwing up from it. I got, I got a Del Taco, uh, probably the worst taco I've ever had in Salt Lake City, and got violent food poisoning from it. <laughs> That's pretty great. No, it'll be good. We'll do a we'll do an on air taste test where we, I guess in my case maybe like go through the ruins of the Del Taco around here. I don't know if it caught on fire yeah. or not. Oh my god! Oh yeah, that's right. Jesus Christ! I think Hellfire I think the Del Taco pot. was spared. Hellfire Crackpot's taking the, the, a company field trip to a Del Taco location on the West Coast. <laughs> as, as proud uh yeah as proud residents of Chirac, we enjoy our version of in and out which is portillo's except portillo's is actually good well i mean jabs that are really yeah yeah really 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 hitting low i i don't know in and out's I overrated i don't have any opinion of either of these other than it sounds like from the one episode we did about in and out they sound terrible 
I, it, like, I like in and outs fries, and that and that's pretty much all I can eat there. I was just I thinking of the people who own it. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, there we go. That's yeah. Too. She's terrible. And Chick-fil-A. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's all yeah, the same it's, thing. It's, I mean, it, it tastes good, but it's overpriced. It's like, I don't know. Whatever shitty burger place you have in your big city always ends up being mediocre. Like, Five Guys is not $10 burger level. It's, is that how much a burger is at Five Guys? Oh, my God. I get wow. my burger with everything on it, which makes it, oh. like, 10 or $11. Declan, do you have any uh, tales from the bottle of your uh, time at Chick-fil-A? Oh, yeah. Um, I used to work at Chick-fil-A. And <laughs> let's see. Oh, my manager said bruh once to my face. That's <laughs> How old were they? Um, my manager couldn't be younger than 30. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know they had at the very least like secondary education. So they definitely are like over 20. Uh, let's see. There's a person who quit in the middle of their shift and took off their gloves and threw one at the wall, and it it stuck to the wall because they were breading. <laughs> uh, hmm. There was one other guy who, um, you know, kind of a little bit younger than me, and he didn't have his own ride, and he said, you know, oh. Mom called me, I have to go right now or else she won't have a ride for me. And he was, like, further into the city than me. So he, of course, gets let off. I ask him about it the next day, and I'm like, dude, that sucks. She must be really mean to you. And he's like, nah, I just wanted to get back online, like, play some video games and shit with my friends. And I'm like, bruh, I have a grind set. You don't understand. <laughs> some people, they, they got a game. Like, you just, in the middle of the shit, you just got to got a game it's like uh. yeah like and what, what the fuck am i else am, i i'm at work like i could be doing something better i got stardew valley or some shit that is yeah, more, it's, it's that like, produces oh, more value than working does, at subway yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like i work at subway okay you give some guy like an extremely shitty sandwich that he's probably gonna like throw at someone and then <laughs> i could just play video games one time, well, actually, one time at the subway, someone did buy a sandwich to throw at something, but it was, <laughs> but it was to throw at a coyote that was hanging out in the parking lot and did not look well fed. So they just like <laughs> overhanded it to the coyote by the dumpster, and it, it was great. Oh, that's so, nice. Yeah, it was very yeah. nice. They're just like, how much meat can you put on a bread before you have to charge me too much? And I'm like, okay, we can do this. At our high school cafeteria, they have like a uh, fake subway equivalent, and. Uh-huh. Some guy like they they allow you to put like olive oil and vinegar, they, but you you're allowed to do it yourself. So this kid had a <laughs> oh, sandwich no. made. Literally took the lid off the screw bottle oh. that was probably like five or six ounces and dumped the whole thing. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> and like the sixty is... year old lunch lady, of course, like didn't give a fuck. So she was just like, what is they doing? Are they making TikToks or some shit? Who is doing this not for content? <laughs> I don't know, but you're not getting any reception on TikTok in our cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our school's like four floors, and of course, like it's in the our cafeteria is in like the double basement. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's all the way down at the bottom of the basement, and uh. Our school is confirmed to have asbestos, and the ceiling just kind of falls in sometimes when it rains too hard. They have signs <laughs> on the doors that say there's asbestos in here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm used to that. On the cafeteria. Literally. Miracle mineral. What do you mean? Built during the Civil <laughs> War. That is how old our school is. That rocks. <laughs>
There were I people think, owning slaves when our I school, think our school was wasn't designed with a parking lot because the like the because it was the 1860s. It was <laughs> like, they didn't have a parking lot yeah. there. Where are you gonna hitch your like horse and buggy? <laughs> <laughs> they have plenty of horses. Still horse going and tying up my Toyota Tacoma, hitching it to the hitching post. <laughs> <laughs> they got a spittoon there. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta spit out your tobacco before you oh, get wow. to English class. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sorry. We got an opium den in the library just in case. You <laughs> yeah, just shovel shoveling asbestos into your face in like the orchestra sub pit basement, where you, yeah, where they just used to do opium. It yeah. was the teachers' lounge back when, you know, it was actually relaxing. There still you know, is a room in the attic that kids do opium in. So like, I've, you know, I, <laughs> I've done enough teaching to know that those teachers kind of deserve it they they need a little opium break every once in a while yes yeah high yes. school's tough high school is so tough <laughs> anyway you guys are monsters we are we, we are absolutely insufferable bastards I, I i am well aware yeah all of my uh treasured memories from high school are from after i left uh during yeah the day. I, I was like i think all of my treasured memories from high school will be after graduation they, they were mostly from the summer when we like just got together with the five people in the school who mattered to any any of us and we made movies and shit that was that Very was nice. the fun part actually yeah that does sound a lot like my high school experience <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into the contents there's some news that's not really news but it's kind of a week old so okay theranos mm-hmm. um this, is it this, back a one Elizabeth Holmes. Well, no, she's um yeah, she was convicted of everything that involved grifting rich people and nothing that involved scamming poor people as usual. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, but those kind of things don't like just die and disappear. Yeah. So, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, this this upstanding woman named Elizabeth Holmes was a long history of Stanford dropouts becoming criminals. Um, Elon Musk. <laughs> is one of them anyway yeah so she's she has she has um arguably like arguably less of a criminal than most stanford graduates but yes yeah not by much well no actually by a really by a lot never mind well yeah because then the other ones so then so you have the two stanford graduates so the ones who drop out uh become people who do kind of cool things but end up becoming criminals and then the other half graduate and then become software engineers for dog food delivery startups yeah or or like uh the government's drone liaison for bombing wherever no those are the ucs oh now you're right that's cal states we don't do anything yeah we have nothing to to show for (laughs) if you go into your um google or any search engine and look up (laughs) stanfordrejects.com It is an auto redirect to UC Berkeley's website. <laughs> Ooh, hell yeah! Someone is paying for that redirect, like probably a good amount of money. I love, I love hearing about the insane things that college kids get up to. Just that, and the guy at Harvard that translated what was it like? I can eat glass; it does not harm me at all. Into like two hundred something languages. No, I think the funnier story about the Harvard graduate is the one named uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. <laughs> so Theranos, uh, 
Elizabeth Holmes, she designed, she, well, she said she designed this thing called the Edison, <clears throat> which was a blood, blood tester that could basically take up a blood drop of blood and perform the same test as a, like a full hospital grade uh, blood lab. So pretty mm -hmm. cool on paper and it was going to be revolutionary. So, you know, all those wellness centers, Walgreens opened. Like, yeah. you know, you know, no, I don't. So it was basically these small Walgreens centers that were supposed to have these Theranos boxes in there. Uh -huh. And they didn't look like this. They looked like this. What, what, what is the Edison then? Is that like the pre-box? or? So the Edison was this box. So you would go in, you'd have a blood drop of a couple drops, and then it would basically tell you early diagnostics, cancer, AIDS, right. cholesterol, like a bunch of cool stuff that normally you would need to go to a hospital and get a full blood work done just for one of those diagnostics. Right, and no, definitely. What I don't understand is, is the googly eye robot also that device? Okay, so the googly eyed robot, <laughs> this is a good story. So okay. that's the one I don't know. The okay, box this I one, know. It's this about $13,000 piece of equipment that's only job is to walk around the grocery store. And if something's on the floor, it'll yell at an alarm for some wagey to come and pick it up. <laughs> and that's all it does and there have been stories of it running into shelves and knocking things over and then calling <laughs> the witchy to come and pick it up <laughs> jesus no. christ it's that's like, like that's a fucking sim that's like fucking like lost in space simpsons jokes like capitalism's just... proudest moment is designing a machine to get wages to do stuff that the machine needs them to do <laughs> Yeah, it's just, a, it's just, you, it's got the googly eyes. It just goes around flailing its arms. Time to lean, time to <laughs> clean. As it knocks over an entire <laughs> shelf of pickles. God. Man, I worked at a Target where the pickle shelf fell over. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> fuck. That was a bad day. That was a really bad day. Yeah. Oh, just smell. Just, just, just thousands of people all day asking you from the other side of the store, why does it smell like pickles? And you're like, just shut up. Just shut up and buy your frozen pizza. Oh, my oh, it was better than... <clears throat> oh, a lot. But it was better than the day that pe that this one person, like, discreetly pooped in every single section. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Every single section. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, like, like, it's just meticulously going through every aisle and, like... Putting a Pooping. check mark on their bulletin board. That's man, man. Man's had the extra long magazine perk. Oh my God. Yeah, it's, how do you store that much up in you to do that? That's every. I think they got. I think they got caught before they could go to every section. But you know, you know, <laughs> is it the is it the day that the person poops in every section, or is it the pickle day? I don't know. Like. Infamous target pooper says there are more like him. On like my last day at Chick-fil-A. Oh my god. On my last day at Chick-fil-A, I had to take out the big bag of breading that's wasted at the end of the day, which is always like 50 or 60 pounds and is Jesus. fully just an about to break bread. trash bag. And I toss it up and it hits the side of the trash can and splits down the middle. <laughs> and I peaced out. Yeah, it's your last no, That was your last That's not my problem. It really is not my problem. No, it's a bunch of birds' problem. And they have a I'm solution. A, yeah. I'm a bike mechanic at like a really small shop, right? And it, it, it's pretty chill. You know, people who come in there generally aren't out to make your day suck. But my favorite workplace story involved this like creepy old guy with mad cataracts coming into the shop. And he was kind of looking at me. 
Oh, I know this one. Yeah, uh, I told you this one. And he's picking up his bike, all right, and ring off. And of course, he wants help getting it into his car. So I go out, get it into his car, and then he's still staring at me. And he says, you know, you're going to make a man real happy one day. And hands me a 20. Nice. Yeah. All right. Thanks, 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 guy. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Thank I have you. nothing to say to that, but like, if if anyone listening ever meets me in public and wants to do that, you go for it. I'll, Thank you. I'm fine with that. Creepy old guy. Yeah, I I've never seen him again. Super old now. That is never happening to me. <laughs> I say. I mean, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to come in anymore. He no. spent his life searching for a woman who's gonna make a man happy. <laughs> he found it, and he found one. He's done. It's very, it's very nice of him. <laughs> so, so anyway this little edison box uh it it didn't work basically no. everyone everyone in the company elizabeth holmes knew that this was physically impossible there's a reason why hospitals don't have edisons and they do have big expensive equipment for blood batteries it's because you need the big expensive equipment to do a blood battery and yeah i love i love looking at something that costs like ten thousand dollars to do because it's actually the cost yeah. of the materials and go what if that uh, just was free and not like those were provided to you, but like I just had a magic box that just told you what you wanted to hear or not. Maybe it just says you'll die. And it's really got a 50-50 chance. What she would do is for all these high-profile diagnoses, she would take the few drops of blood and then pay the people to get a full blood battery with the same results. And this all caught up with her and she was indicted on like because she grifted, like, the Waltons and, like, a bunch of other people out of a bunch of money for investment. And she was recently convicted of all of the counts that involved um, grifting rich people, but none of the counts that misdiagnosed someone with HIV and didn't catch someone's prostate cancer until it was too late. So... She has a maximum sentence of 20 years per count, but she will not get the maximum sentence. I guarantee you she will be out and about in two years. That might Three be of which will be on probation. That might be too late for her to do a crypto grift. I think she might have to come up with a new thing. Yeah, she might be She might be back yeah. in the crypto. Yeah. Elizabeth I mean, Holmes in crypto honestly, just, just Just sitting there in prison on the phone they let you have in rich people prison, just like yeah. trading crypto on Venmo, being like, well, it's a small start, but it gets me through the day. It's like the city good fellows, except they just have a Bloomberg terminal in the middle of the room. <laughs> 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 what bothers me most about Elizabeth Holmes is that Steve Jobs was her idol. It's obvious from this picture, like the ugly turtleneck, uh, yeah. the makeup. Well, yeah, she even like purposefully lowered her voice. Yeah, when she yeah. Would do interviews. Yeah, there's a documentary called The Inventor that covers this super well, and it it's she made her voice like kind of sound like this, um, but she kind of she had just a regular voice at like when she was at work. So you know, if she really I idolized Steve Jobs, she would have transitioned to look exactly like him. Yes. Yeah, she could have too. I see that in the picture. Yes, she could have uh, shaved her head. Yeah. Well, no, but the thing is, for Steve Jobs, you need, like, the salt and pepper ball. It's like the cool dad bald. Yeah, she's a bit too young for that. I don't know. Yeah, that's the problem. Hey, you put enough tea in you, you get there. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, you also have to be a certain age. Well, Steve Jobs was not that age at one point. Like, there are other Steve Jobses <laughs> who were terrible throughout yeah. history. Well, 
what did true. Steve Jobs look like when he was 30? Good that. 30 he, wasn't, he wasn't wearing the turtle. You're old. Yet. Wait, Steve Jobs is trans? Canon? Is this canon that Steve Jobs canon? is trans? Okay. I can believe it. I... Trans Steve Jobs would honestly probably look like Annie Lennox. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> 30 year old Steve Jobs looks like he belongs in Pink Floyd. What? I'm looking this up. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he looks way too British. He looks like he would make some shitty 24 minute long prog rock song. Yeah. And in, in, a, in a way, isn't that the world we live in now? Yes. Was this Steve Jobs society. 30 years ago, like right in the middle of his company going tits up? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was so actually having, not, a, having a midlife he was, crisis. He yeah, no, he wasn't better bad. than he was when he so, was. So, British. what you're saying is Steve Jobs, month six of HRT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wasn't at Apple at that point. He was like bugging Disney and Pixar and trying to do some other stuff. This like would have been like 1990. Making was making the cursed Pixar baby, the Toy Story mm -hmm. one baby. Oh, oh no, God. not that, not that scary baby. <laughs> yeah, so we have we have a little bit here on California Crockpots. We have Jerry Seinfeld saying, "What's the deal with the episode's topic?" Now this episode is going to cover a lot of different names and faces, so I thought this would be more appropriate. So oh, it's use beautiful. our cast of characters. I tried to Ooh. find some interesting pictures. We got Gavin Newsom uh, mm -hmm. announcing this week's lottery numbers uh, for who's going to get the $600 Amazon or water bill gift card. Do they do that in California? That's entirely believable. The 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 vax for the win thing? Yeah. That was, I was so I was really... I watched that, and it was like a presenter who looked like he had a gun to his head off camera, and then like Gavin Newsom pulling the lottery balls out of the cage. It was so weird. I was a little this mad a... that I didn't win. Tdh. This is a goddamn episode of Sliders. What the fuck? It is. Hey, I could have had a, I could have had a million dollars, and I would not be talking to any of you right now. Yeah. Oh God, you would look if you win that. Will you at least give me like a few thousand? Of course. Okay. There's thank you. Joe That's all Biden, I need. Uh. Grandpa Joe tasting his wife's hand. Yeah, I don't good. know how that picture came to be. I, did she like accidentally slap him? No, she, she was, was like him? just extending her hand, and he, no, he just he just <laughs> playfully bit her. It's she, the, she was it's the thing I do. And they're both in a really shitty Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> I just, I mean, it's, it's the thing we all do. I walk up to my partners and I just go out, and I put my yeah, mouth on I mean, them while you're, you're giving not. a speech. <laughs> Look, if Joe like it. Capital. It would be adorable, Joe Biden, doing that if he didn't also like sniff children's hair. Like, yeah, you know, don't kink shame Joe Biden unless he's sniffing a child's hair. Maybe he just likes to nibble the wife's fingers. <laughs> anyway, then we have Bill Clinton delivering the most famous line of his career. Ah, I am not a crook. Yes. How good? Okay, I've had a question that I've asked a many, many people. How good was that dome for him to lie nationally? <laughs> dude I mean, Charlie, was, dude was going were... to risk his career and get indicted federally for that sloppy. I mean, Charlie, you and I were, like, around the same age at that time. It would have been, like, I don't know, six or seven or eight, somewhere around there. Yeah, what, what year was that? Like, 96? I think it was, like, 96 to 98. Yeah, it would have been, like, eight, seven. Yeah, I just remember... I, I remember it just being nonstop talked about. And, like, I do believe I had, like, that's when I learned what, like, that people could put, like, peepees in their mouth. Oh. 
<laughs> you know, I don't actually know when I learned that, but that might as well have been it because I don't have any other. No, I think I'm gonna. I think there's a, a whole generation of us. I can say that it probably wasn't when I was seven. <laughs> <laughs> well you know that's the problem it's like it took a little while to learn that because the because for, for a while you, you just keep hearing the word blow job and you think blow job those words do not i don't know what that is i'm seven and then by the time i'm eight or nine i've absolutely figured out what that is and i think huh the mechanics of that don't fit with the words i'm seeing do you blow yeah do you blow, do you blow up the bladder like a balloon <laughs> You know what, Charlie? You no. you are so you were such an insightful child. Yeah. <laughs> I was really yes. a gifted child. <laughs> anyway, then we have Mr. Manchin getting ready to blow Seinfeld's head off. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And then uh, Obama being the throat goat. <laughs> throat goat. This, pic this picture of Trump that I honestly I, I don't remember know where this picture came from, but it is the best picture of him. It's just proliferated the internet to such it, a level. Ever since this has been a this has been a meme for going on seven years. Yikes! Wow, wow. since twenty fifteen. Then here's. I um, mean, it's a real stick it to him pose. Like it's the only relatable face he's ever made. I just want to know what was the context of that picture because I don't often find myself going like that. I mean, it, it, it was discussing a very difficult uh, anal fingering session from the night before. It was a very difficult math problem he was trying to discuss. <laughs> and then we have uh, lovely Senator Sinema. And then mm -hmm. George, George Bush ready to um, get those terrorists and then watch mm -hmm. this drive. Yeah, uh, that is still... Like, the best people, video on the internet, yeah. yeah. People often forget, like, because people are like, oh, you know, like, uh, George W. Bush didn't have like this much, um, like, you know, you know, he wasn't that bad. He he like paid attention to the country. I was like, no, he didn't. Like, there's like documented evidence that he was just as stupid and <laughs> and corrupt <laughs> as his and father, conservative, and not just his father, but any Republican. Like, well, yeah. I mean, that was really really bad. <laughs> That was the real, like, we're going to run this country like a business. That's when it finally calcified into exactly what we're doing. And they put someone in there who's just going to be like, hell yeah, I'm going to play golf and do shit and uh, uh, write me a speech and put me in front of people and I'll make him weep because I, the, I assume sad things are happening. I think the highest moment of George Bush's career was saying, um, we're going to get those terrorists. Now watch this drive. And then absolutely, like, destroying the ball. Oh yeah. yeah, no. That is that is a, now watch An this drive is a classic. Drive. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I anyway. I, oh, I was gonna say I think that his pre pre uh, politics career or pre presidential politics career, his uh his uh my my favorite quote of his is um <clears throat> when someone was asking about his dad, um, because his dad was seen as like weak and like lily livered, uh, and they would always make him eat like beef jerky to seem like he was macho. So, <laughs> right. which um, they, he so, absolutely like, deliberately cultivated. Right. Like, but, I am are, weak. Yes, of course. I just like send black ops people to kill people around the world. It's a fucking head of the CIA. You're not weak if you do that. You're just a piece of shit. But a reporter was like, hey, uh, how's your dad doing? Or something like that. And George W. Bush was just like, he's real macho. And that's it. <laughs> god oh god that is like a that, that that is a traumatized child just like been who's been taught to say that just 
crying out the for entire help. Bush administration feels like the season, like the season eight of a sitcom after everything's getting old and they have to introduce like a baby to like just have something to work with. <laughs> the, the Muppet babies of American presidencies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so all of them is what you're saying. Yeah. no okay. see, this is this, this is great i love i you gotta love the george bush presidency because like his dad yeah, just screwed him like it's like literally handing off a company to your son just before it's about to fail <laughs> like oh yeah oh my god that's like you yeah. could have seen all of it coming and then 9-11 happens like fucking like right at the start and he's like ah damn i thought this was gonna be a sweet ride and then no, it was, but they made, yeah. they made the best out of it. But it wasn't, it wasn't him who did that. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. People have yeah. got a lot of names for California. The Golden State, the Land of Opportunity. But a lot of people disagree on its name. So I've chosen to call it um, Homeless Poo Crime Fire Dry Land Goings Ons. <laughs> All right. That, that's okay. just about covers it. So in California, it has an insanely diverse climate type. But in general, you got super dry summers and wet, depending, winters. And you got a lot of rain in the northern part of the state and not a lot of rain in the southern part of the state. So why yep. do more people live in the southern part of the state? Because uh, the, the land was cheap and the military something something? I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. there's a lot of reasons. <laughs> there's a lot of reasons. One of them being that the 20th century was the wettest century in recorded history. Ah. Uh. But that even without even since climate change, that was still an anomaly. So where are we now? But who manages how the water gets to where? So the state water project, it's when Ronald Reagan, well, no, it was before Ronald Reagan, he had something to do with it. But a lot of people said, you know what, people in Southern California, um, against better judgment, need water to survive. I didn't want them to have water to survive, but unfortunately they do. So they're basically taking water from the Northern Sierra and giving it to people in Los Angeles, unfortunately. So they just dug a bunch of canals? Dug a bunch of canals, dammed up a bunch of reservoirs that that looked comically empty this summer. Yeah. The state water project was literally ready to tell California with a straight face that it would be making 0% of its deliveries next year. But we got... Deli- so, deliveries, as in water? As in water. You are not, as in you are not going to get any water from the state water project. The thing that is meant to give water to most of Southern California. Oh, oh good. But enough rain and snow has happened this month that it looks like it might just be in the tens. Wow. Ten yeah. percent. No, it no drizz- showers. No anything. Yeah, don't, it drizzled don't today. So, mm-hmm. so I felt fine taking a six-minute shower. Mm. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna have Governor Newsom roll up with a five hundred dollar uh, fine pretty soon. You know what? Gabby can go ahead and try. <laughs> no, no. What he's gonna do? He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna be too busy giving a seven-hour, um, like mayoral address somewhere. Well, he's just gonna be spinning that big ball of lottery numbers to see who gets like a gallon yeah. of distilled water for cooking. Who's gonna get? He is spinning the big lottery numbers in Dodgers Stadium, <laughs> while Cal while California stars plays in the background. <laughs> I, I'm I'm honestly surprised that Gavin Newsom has not capitalized on the fact that he is Joanna Newsom's cousin more. That really? 
Yes. Oh, every you've told me that before. Every time you say that, I'm like, wait, the person that I have like albums from? Yeah. Joanna Newsom, she she plays the harp. She's she's very famous with people around Charlie's age and my age. We 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 have like I, I would have no idea who that was except for uh my partner Kennedy likes uh, we have we have the album YS on vinyl. Uh-huh. That's that's what we got. Very that's nice. the one I know, that's all. Well that sucks. Like, like your choices for California governor being a former movie star who has no idea who doesn't know anything about politics or someone who does know something about politics but does it wrong. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a, literally a, har all a harpist's of her. shitty brother. There we go. Cousin, but still. Oh, cousin, sorry. Oh, co yeah. it's not even all. Oh, damn it. Yeah, so see, there's there's enough uh, you know, plausible deniability there. Unfortunately, between Los An the L.A. Basin and the Central Valley, you've got the San Gabriel Mountains. Mm -hmm. And right, California, in its infinite wisdom, says the only way we're going to get water over it is if we have the second most uh, energy-intensive pump plant in the world lifting it over the mountains. You so that's just exactly what they do. You could, you could mm -hmm. just dig a tunnel. Well, you could just dig a tunnel, except it's on an active fault line, so they didn't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, then maybe you should stop building there. Well, we'll get it. We'll get. We'll get into that because that's actually the active fault lines make up a lot of California's water. I'm, I'm just. I'm just saying, like, if you like, okay, fine. Maybe you don't dig a tunnel. Maybe you, you meander it around in the best way you can. You dig slow. Also, you know, if you just let the water do its thing, water water erodes shit. It'll get there. But well, yes, you know, Southern California. Really, that would the state water project will be making your deliveries in checks notes thirteen million years. Well, you know, yeah, yeah, Charlie, I would say that that is the normal thing. There are three rivers in Los Angeles that used to feed all of like that, like the LA County area outside of LA. Now they just water. drain it. Well, now, now, so there's, well, now it just looks the, really ugly and it's concrete. well. There's the the Rio Hondo, which does still have a little bit of trickling water. Uh, the San Gabriel River, which I used to live by, and it's it's there, kind of. And then there's the LA River, which is uh, where they, where yeah, where they drag race in Greece. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's, the it's, it's it flying up. Well, why, yeah. why, where did these rivers go? Is this like shit that like no, they go into the no, they go into the ocean, right? The but where the, they paved the them the, over. The paved, paved overness is actually really important because. The LA basin is just a big slab of concrete. So even if you get a little rain, you want that thing to be concrete lined. Otherwise, uh, all of the neighborhoods along the river are going to be uh, gone. You know, the Tongva never really had to worry about that, that too much. Yeah, I guess no. that one. So <laughs> I, I included this slide when I when I found out, but the Metropolitan Water District of Southern California, we had this on our uh, SoCal Water Policy one, but basically this is everyone's water in southern california comes from here so mm -hmm. all of these water districts buy and sell water from each other and then they try to exploit the poorest neighborhoods by jacking up their prices during peak seasonal demand to try to make money for themselves yep oh good they've gerrymandered they've learned to gerrymander water yes I'm looking at all of the places i i've lived at <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i mean who owns these uh, j just like a gerrymandering who owns the uh, various properties doesn't really matter. The result's going to be the same. Um, really, Southern California has two main uh, 
inflows. So the Colorado River Aqueduct and then the State Water Project. Yeah, I was about I was about to ask, like, are we screwing you uh, with our Colorado River water? Oh no no no! From we here? screwed you. Oh. We screwed you. Uh huh. And that that goes back like over a hundred years. Oh, well, not, you're not, the reason we have droughts. Not necessarily that region, because the thing is, the Colorado River Aqueduct just takes all of the water before it gets to Mexico. Right. So that's yeah. You you're <laughs> gonna be just fine. Yeah. People in Mexico uh, or below California, so basically right. all of Arizona and the entire Southwest. Uh, no. <laughs> Like I literally, yeah, no, they, they did. They did purposefully make sure that uh, it did not get into Mexico. The water. Yeah, we covered this a bit, a lot more on our episode about the Colorado River. But California funded most of the developments along the river, uh, mm -hmm. so they were entitled to more of the share. Which at the time, at the '60s, you know, everyone was doing drugs, so like, yeah, this isn't going to be a problem. And then it was a problem. Yeah. You know, most times people say this isn't going to be a problem. That's not... It's, it's, it's probably going to be a problem at some point. Yeah, yeah. No. What you mean is, we'll be gone. Yeah. Not no, a problem I really, for me. I really hate it. Also... At, at least for the Zoomers. We totally missed the fuck around century. And then now we have, we're born right at the beginning of the find out century. Yeah, yeah, no, but that, yeah. And and I and uh, the us two millennials on your podcast get we we got the end of the fuck around century and the they beginning of the find out century in which our entire childhoods we were told about all the fucking around we're gonna get to do and you, oh. it just it just couldn't be believed based on what you saw in the world and we were right right <laughs> also I just want to say that like the. There's a lot of things that really sort of like light a fire in my heart that like makes me want to do some sort of like a uh, hothead revolutionary action that, really that I won't specify. Mm -hmm. I, it, well, it, but it grinds my gears to the point where I want to do something I can't say on the show or you'll get taken off of YouTube. But yes, like, thank you. We wanna, one of the <laughs> yeah, we want to we're, we're see. Declan and I, we're trying, we're trying to get into college, and we want to use this podcast as a, as a little <laughs> yeah. bit of a way to do that. So if you could not talk about all the terrible things you're going to do to Elon Musk before I put in my <laughs> one kilohertz beep, that'd be excellent. <laughs> okay, well, all I'm saying is a thing that actually genuinely, like, I have, like, an energy in my heart right now that hurts is the thought of diverting the Colorado River so that it doesn't cross a national border. Like, well, like, so I, I literally, I, like, I, that's the kind of thing yeah. you would fucking, like, well, that makes me want to destroy this, well, this Charlie, whole thing. I, I have something to tell you. I actually had to pull the book. I have it right here with me because yes. as a Californian, we have to do a lot of California history and even yes. in university. Um, this is in Power Control in the Imperial Valley by Benny J. Andres Jr. Uh, very good book. Excellent. Very, very good book. Cool. Yes. Um, so I don't remember the name of the company, but there was a company that um, some Anglos from the East Coast came over here to try and get water from the Colorado River over to the Imperial Valley. And they worked with uh, like rich Mexicans. The All-American uh, Canal. Yeah, because... Uh, but they had to work with the rich Mexicans uh, because Mexico had a had a law that like uh, foreign companies couldn't work or couldn't like start businesses in Mexico. So they like uh -huh. they promised that these waterways would go through, but they didn't. Also, these uh. Mexic these rich Mexicans once did own the haciendas in California, like the the rancheros Yeesh. and stuff. So 
yeah it's it's turtles of shitty people all the way down <laughs> i mean that's that's like what i expect and like i feel the same thing when i like it's like i've seen the videos of like colorado river making it to mexico for like you know trickles for the first time in a decade or something here and there when it just happens like once in a blue moon and it just it makes me so furious but there's nothing <sighs> nothing yeah, about nothing nothing makes me want that people's army more you know the thing about the colorado river is that it's it, even during the most piddling wet seasons, if there wasn't the development that there was along it, there would be, like, catastrophic flooding. It, yeah. It's a river that, it's it's like the Nile. It, 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 it's a historically flooding winter during, sorry, river during the wet season. So the, a lot of this development was meant to quell that, which it did, but they overcorrected. And then they sold it and made, made yes. a shit ton of money off of it. <laughs> My favorite story about the All-American Canal is up until about 20 years ago, it, it was leaking. And what Mexican people on the border would do is they would install wells to capture that leaking water. Oh, hell yeah. That, 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 that's a pretty astute, uh, that's pretty on the nose. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. So now let's get into the history. So we're starting here at the Redneck Agenda. Um, I, I'm very uh, proud of this. Hanging <laughs> chads. That's the so fucking funny. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you guys like you wanted this to be on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean I don't want it to be funny? I have three giga chats on there. And then the guy auditing the, the got the really funny looking guy auditing the Florida ballots. <laughs> looks like the, it looks like the old crusty villain from Ratatouille reading through the water. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Ego. Yeah. yeah uh, like no, the, Ego's the, the critic, is he? Yeah, he, he's the critic. Well, wait, no, I'm talking he? about the short dude that, um... See, he looks like, like the, Ling, he looks like the like critic. Opens up the letter yeah. that Linguini is Gusto's son and tries burning oh. it. Oh, shame on you. You only know the memes. No, I watched the movie. His name? What, what's, what's his name? Tell me his I have, name. <laughs> I asked you. Say what do you mean? Name. Tell me what his name is. I asked you what his name is. It's Chef Spinner. Do I care? I haven't watched this I mean, movie. Yeah, I don't because fucking care. I have not either. <laughs> it is a masterwork. You, you, you must be required to watch. It's it. a masterclass in how to write a movie. Yes. I I avoid Disney like the plague. Me too. But, I but, but Disney before they were you, you gotta big. watch Ratatouille. You just gotta watch. I, I watched, it'll, it'll happen I watched, incidentally. Yeah, I had to watch Coco for a, a Latin film class, and I was Coco like, wasn't I bad. feel like, I feel like my emotions have been hijacked. The, yes, they are hijacked by Coco. <laughs> so yeah, I thought it would be only appropriate to swipe a Green Day lyric, seeing as how much they swiped from the Clash. But will you look at George Bush's appro approval rating? Ninety percent. Shoddy yeah, Joe Biden. Like, wow, there's it's a weird that. God, there's that weird jump in there. What the fuck is that about? So it's a it's what an interesting jump. <laughs> what, what, okay, class, class, what might have happened? Uh I'm gonna say the economy got really good somehow. I think Apple's stock price went up around <laughs> 2001. I mean, I guess Mil the economy did get really good somehow, given yeah, how generally we make the money. Military spending <laughs> yeah. went really high up at about the same time. Anyway, moving what on. Happened? Yeah. Um, yeah. So very weird. About uh, around this time, oh, uh, the good people of California chose to um, <clears throat> do this: elect yep. a uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger 
as their governor after this happened to California energy prices, the California energy price scandal. Uh, you know, I didn't I didn't get a whole lot of good jokes in when that happened. I, I I remember it. I don't really have any now. I guess I just like what a what a Schwarzenegger movie of the, a thing that happened in real life. The Governator was probably my favorite one. I that one oh that was just so grating to me. It's yes. but I was not, I was like when when was this I, 2000 uh. This was 2003? Yeah, 2002. 2002. 2002. 2002. I was in middle school. Yeah. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I mean, you know, no, I, I was just like, no, see, now I'm thinking it through and I'm like, why wasn't this more fun? Oh, one, yeah. the, the time I got really, really depressed and the most, then that was just bad. That's why I didn't feel anything. I remember. It has nothing <laughs> to do with the, the, the world. So, in in classic conservative form, um, Governor Schwarzenegger described himself as a fiscal conservative and social liberal, which basically just means I, I'm a conservative. Oh, God. Just – do people still say that in high school? Yes. When we were in high school, that was what everyone said to sound like they had politics. Like even I said it because I didn't have politics and I don't know. Oh, yes, of course. I don't think I oh. ever said that I was fiscally conservative because I was like, I don't have money. <laughs> Well, I, I don't think I said I was fiscally conservative because I didn't want to say I was conservative, but I definitely was like, I don't know. I, I can see the benefit of a balanced budget, not really understanding that, like, money printer just can go burr. Money printer can go burr. Money yeah. printer doesn't even need to go burr. Like, computer can go click-clack, and there's now <laughs> yeah. more money. I can yeah, just crypto. Put, put a Bloomberg Carl Marx on his deathbed <laughs> when he realizes he forgot to account for crypto and gaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, no, but no, but he did. He in 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 a, he has a chapter in one of his books called "Credit and Fictitious Capital." Yeah, no, I say he definitely got crypto. <laughs> he accounted for crypto in the Sigma grind set. So here are some <laughs> of uh, the governor's uh, accomplishments: blocked gay marriage twice, mm-hmm. blocked healthcare reform for a single payer ta- uh, healthcare system. No driver's license for illegal immigrants. Um, he was named as one of 11 worst governors in U.S. history, which I personally don't believe because four of the last seven governors of the great state of Illinois have gone to prison. So those <laughs> that's better like, be on there. But one, no, but, but by going to prison, you become better. Like I mean, I guess, but like... I, Illinois is not really more corrupt. We just have the balls to put our corrupt governors in prison. I mean, yeah. that's good. But I'm yeah, saying, I, like, the, like if, if Schwarzenegger was currently in prison, people would think of his, his term much more fondly because the story wrapped up nice. But no one really remembers it. It's the problem. I don't know. Like, so... I, again, I, I, I moved out of California in like 1991 i was born in silicon valley and we got the fuck out of there because my dad was like i could not possibly work in tech in with what this is becoming and then we went to colorado so like i have no memory of anything there and so, I, I still live here but yeah it the life under uh schwarzenegger was very weird especially in hindsight where <laughs> yeah like life under schwarzenegger like, was happen? very well, weird <laughs> well i mean a lot of my friends parents couldn't drive them to school anymore and they had to start walking yeah because yeah a lot of my friends parents didn't have documents and as someone who is an immigrant that seems also very weird in hindsight like mm-hmm. um now nowadays, um, undocumented people can get uh, driver's license. It's just safer. Yeah. 
And he left office with an approval rating no less than 23%. Wow. Yeah, nobody did like him. Trump got like 30-something. Like yeah, like Trump he, was at like 35 or 36 when he left. And he was married to a Kennedy. He was. Anyways, um, interestingly enough, uh, being governor of California kind of rubbed off on him. And even he described that he became much more liberal throughout his governorship and the time after. Oh, gee, I wish you had done that before you tried. Yeah, maybe maybe if you did that before. I can't believe he got reelected, though, was the weirder part. Look, look I'm not I'm not uh, upset that he, he might be a little better of a person after the experience, but if the experience you have to have in order to become a better person is like being the governor, fuck you, go home. Stop being the governor. The rest of us like, can like the rest of us can figure it out without being the governor. Yeah, I was gonna say there are there are other ways to you know evolve on a subject. You know, ten thousand dollars to get onto the ballot. I the celebrity had to be so extra that he had to become governor of California for eight years to become more liberal instead of just reading theory like a normal I mean, person. No, I personally, like, personally punching the ring out of gay couples' hands several thousand times really has evolved me to think that wasn't a good idea. See, I don't know what it is like in other states because I've only ever lived here, but like the governor's race every time, whether it's a recall or it's just the race, is literally a shit show. You have yes. the weirdest fucking people coming out of the woodwork. You have like, um, like I think during the this this recall, um, everyone was pointing out that not only did we have we had two actors, three actors because one of them was a porn star. <laughs> That's the other one was Gary Coleman, most talented okay. acting of all. Exactly. I mean, she, Gary and Coleman. Of course, she was. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was a straight. She was a straight woman. So, yeah, okay. definitely very talented. Yeah. At the, at the porn acting. Yeah. But, but, but like this last time in the recall, we had um, fucking Angeline. I don't know if you know who Angeline is. She's no. this. No, like, I'm not thirty. So. No, but Angeline, she's like a, she's like an idol, like. Uh, almost like a mysterious idol here in Los Angeles or the Los Angeles area. She drives like a pink Camaro or something. And Ooh. she's like an actor and a singer. She actually just recently released a new anthem for California. And <laughs> California has an anthem. Yeah, every state has an anthem. Um, but but thank God are, we don't have to know it. The, the anthem in Illinois is going to be like some type of drill music. <laughs> 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 we... We we yeah no uh, oh no we we had we had to fucking sing the Texas anthem on our podcast at one point and what's the just, Colorado oh, yeah. anthem? I don't fucking know. I've never even thought about that. Up. I'm looking Ill it up too. <laughs> Illinois anthem. Please be like something. Really. Please be like a little yachty song or something. Colorado's Colorado anthem. Oh, not healthcare. God damn it. Yeah, I'm only getting Long. healthcare too. <laughs> Across I, Where the. An Ours, anthem of Colorado. Is, I'm not sure how far word carries about insane Illinois politicians, but have you heard about Art Jones? No. Yes. Okay, so you can you can explain this one. You can do it, Justin. Yeah. Art Jones is basically he's this guy. Um, I'm gonna leave the weed. I'm gonna leave the big punchline until the very end. He is a perennial candidate. He has been unsuccessfully running seven or eight times. He hasn't won an election at all, ever, and he started running in the 80s. Um, he does get 
oftentimes a lot of votes Order just of the because vote. he's listed he's on the Republican Party. Um, the problematic part is he's a neo-Nazi and a Holocaust denier. <laughs> God. And when my, my favorite thing was uh, when the local news like interviewed him outside of an Applebee's, uh, like in the middle of winter, he was like, like this man's so old, but he said something like, "Whenever, whenever people go into the white neighborhood, they 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 destroy it." And the the like it was like Lester Holt or something. It, it, it wasn't Lester Holt. It was like some African American interview. It was like, you know, that's a racist thing to say, right? And he was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." And All right. He, like the funniest part is that he will often get tens of thousands of votes. Like the 2018 third congressional district election he got 57,000 votes that's a quarter of the ballot and you say you know oh you know he's a holocaust denier he's a neo-nazi he's like 80 years old he's he's, he's in the his only 90s. republican on the ballot god arthur jones age this man is ancient no that's that's not the one i'm looking for. arthur j know. jones is the one you're looking for art well, while you're looking that up, I just want you to know that the Colorado the Colorado anthem is "Where the Columbines Grow," written in like 1911, oh. which is a piano mm. tune. That's, mm. I'm gonna show you a. Uh, I'm gonna read a comment on you the YouTube video of the Illinois. No, I heard you. Okay. <laughs> no, I was I was reflecting on where the columbines grow. Oh, do, I get it. Columbines grow. No. Oh, I get it. Okay, oh, so. also, I, I just want you. I, the, the second thing is, we decided instead of replacing that like jaunty piano tune from 1911 with uh, uh, "Rocky Mountain High" by John Denver in 2007, we just said, "Ah, they're both the state song." And you know what? I could get. I'm on board with that. That's one. fine with that. Like, it's a good song. Who doesn't like? Who doesn't like little John Denver? I don't. But like, I'm. Still I mean, I don't it. either. But like, if you put it on, I'd be like, "Well, isn't that something?" I mean, it's better than any of the math rock that's going to be it in, like, 50 years. Yeah. So we got... got, (laughs) So from a comment on the Illinois National Anthem, it is a beautiful song. Brings tears to my eyes every time I hear it. Happy 200th (laughs) birthday, Illinois. You are still the great state of Illinois, and to all of us who remain here should be willing to work every day to make it the greatest state in the union. This reads like a Trump tweet. And to all of us, we do have much to be proud of if we stop focusing on politics and instead focus on the people, the land, and our shared proud history. Here's to 200 more amazing years. The best is yet to come (laughs) if you are willing to work hard for it and believe. If that's not proof of the empty internet theory, I don't know what is. Because there's no way a real person would write that. Well, there's a reply to it. What's the reply? The reply says, I remember the bicentennial couple weeks ago my class gave it a B-Day party. All right. Oh, my God. See, I really just think I really just think the reason we think the internet is empty because when we look at it, our brain just sort of autocorrects everyone on the internet to be within like eh, five years of our own age. Yeah, but like much. no, like all of these comments could be written by elementary schoolers who are like seven and it's like a class project to like see this video, leave a comment about how cool Illinois is on it, and then you all gather around, do a big class thing because it's Illinois Day or some shit. <laughs> So moving on, so Grandpa <laughs> Joe, the Grandpa Joe saga, Grandpa Joe Volume uh, One. This is the one wedding ring Governor Schwarzenegger could not shake, and that was between <laughs> Obama and. But look at how happy they look together. Look at that smile, that ear to ear grin. They look like they just got some pink fairy, and they're really enjoying it. 
<laughs> I was saying, the, having that kind of smile next to Joe Biden really That's uh, supports the empty Obama theory. <laughs> a really difficult smile to have next to Obama. And then here is um, uh, Ted Cruz giving the best filibuster since Charles Sumner got hit in the head with a cane. Um, the Sumner affair. Make, making the face I would be making if I was next to Joe Biden. <laughs> This is him about to read um, <laughs> The Cat in the Hat during his 21-hour overnight filibuster to his daughters on C-SPAN. Well, I'm glad that's glad that's in the congressional record, I guess. It is. 21 hours. 21 hours. A and he it was animated at the end of it. He was, I gotta give him credit. He drank, like, some coffee halfway through, but he was going. He spoke really slowly too. He wrote like it took him like five minutes to read. Cat See, the that's that's very unlike my grandpa who uh, hated reading Doctor Seuss and would just like speed Throw through them up. so quickly and just <laughs> we would be like, "Wait, you did, what?" He's like, "It's over. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right, hop on pop. Don't have uh, okay. It looks like they hopped on the pop. Yep, they pretty much. The pop has been hopped on. <laughs> Rest in peace, Gramps." <laughs> Rest in power. All right. So uh, some things that happened during um, Grandpa Joe and um, Barack Obama's first term. Um, the Affordable Care Act. Okay, good, I guess. Good, yeah, good enough. I mean, good it, not, good, not good enough, but something. Right direction, yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind of pulled us. Well, see, I, that's the thing. I just, I'm, like, I'm not going to relitigate shit from when I was in high school, but like, well, right, right after high school, but just like fucking, it's like the only reason we say it's in the right direction is because like it wasn't completely. It, it was terrible. worse. Well, because it was like so much worse. Yeah. But also, they made a thing that was much better that they promised, and then they went the entire wrong direction with it the entire time, and then they gave it to us as it was at the end and said, "Look, we went in the right direction." And I'm like, "That's uh -huh. really not what it feels like to anyone." And then uh, let's see what else happened. They pulled anyone out of the 2008 financial crisis who was over the age of 25 at the time. So no, not me. No millennials, no Zoomers. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who already owned a house, but not most of them actually. Yes. Mm -hmm. If you owned a house on the I, East or West Coast, you might have been okay. Yeah, no, I did uh, during that period, one of the jobs I did for a temp agency was uh, receiving in the mail paperwork that people sent in to the foreclosure forgiveness program and then filing it in a gigantic like they just bought out um, a floor of an empty building mostly empty building in the, the Interlochen Center because, you know, Interlochen was a dying company near my house and we just filed that paperwork for home foreclosures and then we uh, filed more paperwork and i'd see the same people like <laughs> we there's like, like like there's a <sighs> there's a bunch of like colleagues of mine who are just maybe about 10 or 15 years older than me who got their houses during this time <laughs> especially here in the orange county area where uh surprise surprise a lot of the black and brown people lost their homes yeah mm -hmm. We have a yeah. huge homeless homelessness issue here in Orange County because of that. Well, I was the one uh, 
who was responsible for taking the paperwork they had and putting it in a folder and then going and getting that paperwork and handing it off to someone who knew what to do with it. And then they would presumably just call your friend and say, we don't have all the right papers. I do. And then they would come back to me and say, like, look for this paper. Also, file these in there. Um, and I'd be like, can I have the original paperwork back? And they'd be like, no, we sent that to someone else. They're going to be resubmitting it. And I'm like, okay. Oh. It was fucking hell. Like that 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 radicalized me a little little bit. Just a little bit. A little bit. All right. <sighs> so the around this time, California was descending into one of its worst extended droughts in the history of Ah, the nineteen tens. Yes. No, no, not that one. Not the nineteen tens. <laughs> Got back it forward a little bit. So okay. you thought the map this summer looked bad? This is what it looked like at the height of the drought. Yeah, Sheesh. it was bad. Oh, yeah. look at me, right? I was living in L.A. County at this time, too. Just doesn't matter, though. Just deep, deep red. <laughs> yes, this is the only time that California was a deep red state um, for that time period. <laughs> anyway, so this is a map be... of It's just these... something cruel about living near a bunch of salt water while there's a drought. Yeah, it, it, know, there's a yeah. The, the irony is not lost on me, and the fact that it's hella humid every morning. Well, I grew yeah, up just in literally. Same, I grew up in the, the air. The air is thick with mist every morning on the coast. So, like, well, like because I because I grew up in the San Gabriel Valley, and at this time I lived in the San Gabriel Valley. I'm sorry. Um, the the heat there because it is like the yeah. like it just picks when the air comes down off the um off the mountains it just picks up all of the heat and so when it finally hits you when you catch a breeze you're like oh yay it's a hundred and one degree breeze yeah you're like, <laughs> you're like so like this is there summer it's bone dry <laughs> <laughs> is there like a, a startup in california for like tattooing moisture farmers yet is that a thing oh uh, no <laughs> yeah you're yes yes 100 yes i'm not kidding Okay. Um, I, I, I assume on the coast pulling uh, moisture out of the air when it's wet in the mornings to like water things. Okay. <laughs> okay. But so I biked down the west coast from Portland to San Francisco this summer. It was weird. It was it basically uh, being homeless simulator because I was outside for three weeks straight. Um, but anyway, when we were in about Men Mendocino County, you go inland off 101. It was so hot. Uh huh. It's hot up there. It was so hot. Like one, like it was fine on the coast. You know, it was like you know, fifty degrees on the coast. But once you got over the first set of mountains, it was so oh, hot. Yeah. No, as terrible. soon as you get inland at all in yeah. California, it it's hot. It's bone dry. It's hot. Well, some parts of it are pretty humid, but over here it's bone dry and it's hot, hot, hot. Because it's it's a valley. Essentially, the entire state is basically a valley. Yeah. So it's hot. Yeah, oh, it's terrible. I love it. This is a map of snowpack. Um, in... What's snow? Oh, I'm God, sorry. that's pathetic. So, yeah, snowpack is how much snow is packed in the Sierra, which is pretty important. And this is this number is percent of normal by the end of the wet season, and then this number is percent of normal for this date. So around now, whatever January twenty third. Uh, 2014 you should have most of your rain they're at a cool uh four eight and eight percent respectively for different regions Yeesh. that was cool. one of the worst years of the drought that was when towns would literally need to move 
because it got so bad. No, yeah, it was pretty bad. I grew up in a city that has its own reservoir up in the valley, up in the San Gabriel Valley. You name it, I can probably and, tell um, what it is. I'm I'm not gonna name it. I can't dox myself. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought I thought you meant that's where you grew up. Oh. No, that is where I grew up, but yeah. I, I also work. I work in. I oh, work there. Never mind. Don't worry about so, it. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. It's well known for having its uh, like people can figure it out just by me giving that like telling that much information. But no, I don't actually work there. Um, but um, uh, we were afraid that we were just going to run out of water, yeah. um, which would have been the first time in like in history that that reservoir had no water wow uh yeah we want like i saw like a my friend's mom take picture like a before and after picture and i was like oh this was like like this was a couple of years she's like no this was over the summer like jesus holy shit and like the water was nearly gone like the coat because you can go up to the reservoir and you can like you know swim in it and whatever uh-huh um it was like like the <laughs> the shore had gone in like 15 feet oh there was like no water. I was like, "Oh, so weird." Oh, <laughs> oops. Oh, but you know, of course, all of the uh, uh, the the golf course that uh, is in the city that I that oh, I was it was green as hell, wasn't it? Yeah, it was green as hell. <laughs> and the the um the 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 one good thing is that the the Christian university that's in the city did decide after a lot of hemming and hawing that they would turn off the sprinklers finally. Well, thank goodness. And the the parents. Uh, of all of the rich kids who went there, got very pissed that their kids oh, were going course, to like yeah. a yellow school, like a like a yellow grass school. <laughs> oh, I can't have that. Property values are going to go down. Imagine that being your primary concern in life. It's like my children are going to a school where things are sometimes brown. Oh, that's no, not what I meant. But a... I oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is no. no that's Charlie, that problem. is one hundred. That yeah. is one hundred percent. Yeah. No, I think that's that it. Double on contra. Yeah. <laughs> you um yeah it's like oh no i live in an actual desert and i can't have my carpet green midwest grass <laughs> yeah it's like okay. i'm 100 percent convinced that during the uh like la basin population boom like post-world war ii a lot of people coming from the midwest and uh the east coast brought that green grass aesthetic with them and then now it's like it's not the midwest you gotta let that go no, you have to let it go. You know, it's really a bummer that California grows most of our crops and has these water problems. Seems like we could do that elsewhere. Um, yes. Solve a lot of it. It would solve a lot of it. Uh, how about don't have farmland in the middle of a desert. Have farmland where there's actually water. Where it rains. Where it rains. That'd be nice. Yeah. So It rains in the Central Valley where a lot of the stuff grows. Kind of, sometimes. Maybe once Almost a year. never. I'm <laughs> not saying you have to stop growing stuff. Just stop growing our entire country's produce. Yeah, but like, do you you want almonds, right? Yeah, can't get like almonds. Good pecans. Then then grow some fucking nuts and just oranges. Everywhere in California is known for fucking oranges. Lettuce. You can grow oranges Everywhere elsewhere. No, but they're not going to be as good as ours. Seventy percent oh, of it. the I don't nation's care. fresh fruits and vegetables. I live in Colorado. Like, we're not supposed to have an orange. Like, maybe you could do it. I'm supposed to have scurvy. <laughs> No, we yeah, have fucking I, peaches and shit. Like you made your choice that. to live in Colorado. Now you need to suffer the consequences. Just eat what grows here, and then like have a nifty railroad network to bring in some neat stuff seasonally. Like they just, it seems fine. What grows in Colorado? Like, 
lots of shit. Like in name one, probably. <laughs> I <laughs> named name peaches already. Colorado. I named peaches. <laughs> I'll name cactus. I'll name most peppers. I'll name Walnuts. fucking yeah. Oh, beans. Uh, apples. Uh, Colorado. Um, like yeah. Colorado beans. Yeah, Colorado beans, beans, apples, lots of legumes, tubers. I mean, this is perfect for you. You're yes. gonna mash them, yeah. Stick them in a stew. Yeah, exactly. You could be doing that. You could be boiling them and mashing them <laughs> and maybe sticking them in a stew. I could have a goddamn stew right now, but here I am talking about water policy in California. Anyway, the reason why this happened was because of persistent La Nina years, which is a high-pressure dome in the Pacific, the Pacific <laughs> Ocean that pushes Storm's track north. I got some high-pressure dome for you right here. <laughs> this is uh, distinguished from an El Nino year, which happens when the high-pressure track is up here, and then the storms go down there, and that's what causes Los Angeles to become a swamp. Yeah, there was a time, <laughs> oh. there was a time uh, it was like 1998, um, where it rained for like three months straight. And there was a that was an El Nino year. We're like, is it ever gonna stop raining? We walked yeah. to school, so like we were always in galoshes. The so only the time I ever had like a raincoat. The last El Nino year was in 2019. And in the Midwest, that means cold. So in the Midwest, we had a week where it was negative 50 and negative 60 Oof. with the wind chill. Um, school was canceled, no. not because there was too much snow, but because the fuel lines and the buses froze. That's, <laughs> that's too cold. Like things, it, that's too cold. It was too cold. What, what that, was that was this was 20 uh 2019 2019 yeah that might be the year it snowed like seven eight feet or something in denver yeah. that was a good year i was parked illegally and i didn't have to move that car for like a month <laughs> what the fuck nice I, th this is so wild to me it's denver like police digging you out just so they can give you a parking ticket <laughs> right no i was surprised they actually said we're gonna suspend ticket collection on parking for a few weeks and i'm like no shit cool <laughs> i mean they couldn't get there either so but we'll get into why um in a few slides how california went from this to this in one wet season mm -hmm. 2017 one for the history books anyway um farmers not farming during that drought you couldn't really farm. That was a problem. Yeah. And you got some uh, interesting literature. So we got no water equals no jobs. But my favorite one is stop dumping 78% of our water in the ocean, which is kind of true. I, I honestly like the make California great again sign. Some interesting so get rid of there. So get rid of all the Anglos? Yes. I, I'm a, who Who is paid for by Gar Bennett, LLC? I'm looking up who that is. But yeah, California was great before there were like white folk here. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they didn't really have many forest fires before then, did they? Uh, I well, mean, they well, did, they, but they, they were did. Controlled. They were good. They were controlled because they yeah. actually knew how to do them. Yeah, the local the local native groups knew how to control the fires. So anyway, pretty much all of California's water goes to the San Joaquin Delta at some point, and mm. where all the water from the State Water Project comes from is it's pumped out of here. Now, this is very important, both for salmon migration, for all those farms here, because they're all floodplain. For a, a ton of reasons, this needs to have a lot of water in it. So a lot of water needs to go out the Carquinez Strait and eventually out to the ocean. 
So that pisses off people who see water going in there. It's like, the water not going to my farm is bad. No, no, water going to other farm. Water water going to the place it was supposed to go and supporting the ecosystem that it was supposed to support for millions of years. It's like good. water does need to go into the ocean, folks. Like yeah, we can't just keep it here, you know. No, you don't get it. We're gonna build a wall in front of the ocean. We're gonna keep the water here. We're gonna drink it, we're gonna piss it out, and we're gonna just I don't know. We're gonna empty one of the Great Lakes and make it where we put the waste. Yeah, yes. it's like we're Dutch or something over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we had a we had like a pretty lengthy discussion on that in our sea level rise episode. We talked about the Dutch's projects to try to save. How they, their how they want country. to just destroy the ocean. <laughs> it's, it's the Dutch launching nukes into the ocean, not realizing they're making tsunamis. It's like Hans, Heinz, <laughs> we have accidentally made the uh, ocean. <laughs> I'm Tsunami Bergen. Well, my favorite, my favorite thing is anytime you ever talk about the Dutch, like the the solution is just getting a little boy to stick a finger in the dike. That's all you need to worry about. <laughs> yeah, that little boy was me. <laughs> God, Charlie, I love you so much. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that wasn't that like their legend on how they got the dam to stop leaking? Yes. <laughs> yes. I think we need to move on from that bit. I, I'm, ju- um, I'm just, I'm just making a gay joke. That's all. Uh, Early is very gay. <laughs> Understandable. Have a great day. <laughs> um. So, and then around this time, uh, a certain man was making America drunk again. Ooh. And oh, the comment. This is this is cringe. This. This, oh this this certain pizzeria. I've never seen a picture of it. That's you haven't. Okay, no, so huh. sinister. The comic yeah, pizza I, actually. Really? Okay. My favorite story was some guy went in there with a gun and demanded to see the basement. He saw uh-huh. the basement. Yeah. Saw that it was just like some wages making pizza, and then went up and then turned himself into the police. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, hey, I'm just a, just a concerned citizen checking just on. Just wanted to see. Wait. Oh my I, I'm god. Just, I'm making sure it was only 15 and up people being exploited for non-sexual reasons. Yes. I'm just I'm just noticing that there is a crescent moon and star on here that had something to do with the conspiracy. Did oh, it? absolutely. Yeah. I didn't hear about that, but. Yeah, that had something but to do with it. Oh, never, no. <laughs> never in my life. I will never understand how this alone was not the end of it. That's what I'm saying. This the, how how what this the the Trump mocks reporter with disability him making that face. Trump doing that should have been the end of it. Like it should have been the. What like, are you kidding? Uh, you, America loves that shit. When when, when when Trump like people have been ousted from presidential primaries for way less than that. Biden, Bi- like Biden, say Biden, like accidentally ripping off a few lines of someone's speech got him a cans from the primary. I don't know how. I, but I you're really comparing him know. to a demo a Democrat. Like the whole party structure and like how you can exploit it is so different. How does Obama yeah. wearing a tan suit like make the DefCon scale lower than this? Yeah, and it's like this should have been the end that of suit it. It was really ugly. Yeah, was. Well, it was. It, it, yeah. it was a terrible yeah. fit, but this dude's knocking a disabled person. It's like, he was like, oh, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm like, But like, it was like, that should have been the end of it. 
but like oh. that's the kind of piece of shit that people are like uh, yeah it's like really... like i hate like that's that's why people call trump populist and then i'm like what does that mean when you say that are you sure it's because they they see trump mocking someone with disability and you're like i know so many shitty people who are like that that's populism well, and like, I'm like you don't even, no it's even, not what's even weirder is like just trying to like square the circle of being like to like talking to my mom being like so you saw trump imitate someone with a disability like i did you know your godson who is disabled and she's like yeah you know he's not perfect i'm like but, yeah right exactly bitch, that's like, that's what, exactly what i'm saying maybe we should that's hold, what people are doing we should, we should hold I, our public figures to higher standards than that just maybe look look no i uh, well okay one it's like, not that we should it's that we can't like we don't yeah. really get a say in that shit but second i was doing deliveries uh for like i did medical deliveries for uh, eyeglass and dental work during that election and really i talked more weird jobs than i have <laughs> it doesn't feel like it i've had like three one of them was a subway for a decade like <laughs> I, I feel like i've had one Regardless, I talked to everyone on my route about the election, and I'm like, I feel like this is going to be bad for me, a trans person. And like, and then a whole just talking about the thing, and the number one things I heard, because these are people who either work at or own like eyeglass places or are dentists and shit. And like, the people who talked about it were just like either saying, oh, no, I don't think he's actually going to be that bad in office. It's not like that. Yeah. Or two, I, I don't know, like, you know, it, it's basically, I don't think it's going to be that bad or like, it's what he's saying is not that bad. Everyone's like that. It's different than you, like you're, you're making a big deal out of nothing. Like, and like, that's the thing is like, lives got, lives didn't get worse for a lot of people under Trump. If we're talking about who votes. Yes. Um, <laughs> so like, like, well, especially if we're talking about people who don't vote because uh you know undocumented people and uh muslims outside of the country certainly yeah <laughs> and their lives changed exactly that, that and, that's what this is what i'm saying is that if you talk to the people who vote for trump it, they're just a bunch of suburban shitheads what really like, got oh me. it's i mean it's kind of funny and i felt guilty for laughing but it's not gonna like turn into policy yeah what really got me is there's a quote from none other than sideshow bob that really describes <laughs> what happened in the 2016 election which was because you need me springfield your guilty conscience may force you to vote democratic but deep down inside you secretly long for a cold-hearted republican to lower taxes brutalize criminals and rule you like a king yes that one that's yeah. the one <laughs> that's it's the one and when i kelsey grammar is a republican yes and and when i talk to to people who like sell 400 glasses frames they're just like yeah you know it's uh, like well, i really think he's gonna it, he's gonna make things great again that's you what know? really I'm like, what does what that really mean was, was interesting so i um in the in the 2020 election i uh did a really long bike ride around most of like our our wing of the chicago suburbs and it was like the amount of people that I saw out and about, like with Trump flags strung to their trucks, who were wearing like full face masks so people couldn't say see who they were, <laughs> people who were like out in trucks putting Trump signs on like random people's lawns, and it was like these are the people who voted for Trump. Everyone loves to have the hate has no home here thing there, while they're like guiltily voting Republican, and it's like, what are yeah, you that's, doing? that's a very uh that's a very like la sort of way too because people here are very like fiscally conservative yes. so yeah 
no, quite a few people voted Trump without ever actually admitting that they did. If you ever have a few, oh, yeah. if you ever have like an hour to kill, look up a very detailed map of the 2020 election, and it'll show you basically down to a few city blocks how people voted. It's really interesting. Oh yeah, I, I live currently in an apartment building, a con- condo apartment, whatever it is. I guess it's condos because it's not like super tall, whatever. I don't know the distinction. It doesn't matter. We are surrounded by shitty McMansions. You look across the street and it's just a built-to-lot McMansion that is just oh. six different style, like architectural styles made out of like concrete-coated fucking styrofoam plastered together into a house. And I, yeah, no, it's like it's like one of the richest neighborhoods in the state. I think it is the richest neighborhood in the state. And we're just like in one of the five apartment buildings here. <laughs> it's the fucking weird. And the, yeah. Oh, they're horrible. The homes around here yeah. are incredible. Like, the point you know, is, it's like Roman e- columns and a pagoda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, I know how this neighborhood voted. It's very clear. One time I got yelled at for taking down uh, people's signs around the neighborhood by someone in a car. Uh, I was taking down the political signs that were advocating for um, making homeless people not allowed to like wear coats in the cold basically like like the 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 thing that was literally we want to help homeless people freeze to death yeah because like they're unhoused and that's a problem so we should just solve that problem by eliminating it which is around the time our governor was talking about like cleansing the streets and it was real fucking he's a democrat so like you know democrat it's okay whatever yeah yeah what i what i he's gay he's killing them gaily that's why they voted for him wasn't Jerry Brown? Was Jerry Brown gay? I have no idea. No. Anyway, what I um what I did is I would go around and then you know when I saw the Trump like make America great again, I would write at the bottom for who and then question mark. <laughs> Ooh, subversive. Subversive. <laughs> well, no, because I was I've... talking about like our idle, shitty political activists. I I've heard I've heard of people like um like booby trapping their trump signs and i was like, oh yeah i didn't want to like pull it out because i want to know if like someone's like that, claiming yeah. it was in there <laughs> <laughs> that would be really something that, like, like blowing up navy seal puts claymore just just pulling the pin out of a grenade as you lift the make america great again sign out of the ground and i can't both I can't move. You, it's like it's like saving private Ryan shit where I have to stand there holding the Trump sign while my partner goes off into the distance. And then like as they walk off, they just hear an explosion and then a tear falls from their cheek. <laughs> <laughs> or you you barely you barely survive by coaxing like the homeowner's dog over there and throwing the dog <laughs> on the mine. All right. Like <laughs> God. Anyway. Further into Trump's presidency, you had uh, landslide season, which, no, this is not from Louisiana. This is from uh, Central Valley. I was going to say Houston. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whatever Texas is. I don't know where cities are. We have, uh, in classic terrible California driver fashion, you have everyone on the I-5 treating this washed out section like it's just a Tuesday. And they're Mm -hmm. they're just going. Yeah. Oh, we oh don't know God. how to drive California drivers, man. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I love California. It's a beautiful place, but you guys, you, you don't have to do drive. that. No, 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 no. We don't suck. You just need to learn how to drive. I'm sorry. I need you to need learn to how to drive. drive like a Californian. I don't know. Which is I, incredibly aggressively. See, like, people in no Illinois, one... we, 
we at no least matters, have the decency. See, in Illinois, we at least have the decency to lean out of our window and say, oh, sorry, uh, but before we do a hit and run. I so I will at least no. apologize. Well, because you're so nice. You're so nice in the Midwest, I suppose. No, no I swear Mid to God. Rural Midwest is nice if you're a white evangelical male. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to do like a cultural revolution where I re-educate everyone just to be like, no, shut up. You don't drive anymore. You go on the trains and nobody talks about driving anymore. We leave it yes. to the professionals. None of you get to have this discussion. Race car drivers. Chicago no. is, like, people always say that the Chicago is part of the Midwest. Chicago is completely separate from the Midwest. That, yeah. Like, I don't, that, culturally, socially, it is completely different. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, like, I don't, like, I don't go, yeah. I don't go there much, but when I go east, if I drive through Chicago, that feels very different than driving through Indianapolis. See, you're, you're like, lucky I'm driving, that our, um, you're lucky that our, our co-host Zach is not on here because Zach doesn't believe that like um zach doesn't believe that like north carolina or maryland are in the south oh my god i got okay all right all right okay i got maryland so much beef like maryland is not maryland's like almost like a southern border state it's like a border state yeah but north carolina is like the side away in the south yes uh-huh. That is definitely south. The but south like, is a lot easier to describe as a region because it's just like, all right, which states which states where, lost the war? You know? Okay, you know, I'm yeah. thinking, all right, okay, if Charlie and I went to these states, would we be run out of them? I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest, I've never had any problems in any state as as a trans person. I don't know what the rules are when things would become terrible. Like I've definitely got a got a radar for who I should definitely stay the fuck away from, but like, I've and what just really, what never really had a problem me? anywhere driving through anywhere, and I assume that's just because I'm white. But I also like, I thought I was obviously trans, but people are starting to tell me I pass, and so I'm like, oh god, is yeah. that what's happening? You've done it. I, I, I don't know. Done it. I think that like she did it, folks. What really <laughs> kills me is that the South. And Appalachia are absolutely beautiful. Oh God, yes. And that's what sucks. It's like why everything the... in the U.S. is actually beautiful. Yeah, like, we... like why is why are like the most beautiful parts of America and like inhabited by the worst people? It's because they have gold oh. on them, their hills. Well, yeah, <laughs> because like because they're really fer fertile and you can make a lot of money. Yeah. Or manufacturing, because yeah, the gold. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's we're just a cancer on this country, and yes. maybe maybe you should, uh, as a way of doing reparations, just kick all the white people out. Like they'll be fine. No, I get no. I get that's not true. It's got to be class. It's got to be class based. We got to unite everyone. Yes. Okay. So what I found most interesting about uh, 2017 landslide season is that when the drought went from this to basically nothing. Um, Jerry Brown's approval rating went up by a significant margin, literally just because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're done. We like love that. Jerry Brown. Jerry Brown brings no. the rain. This is like, like it's 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 so stupid. I hate like uh ch like running approval ratings because yeah. it's like, wow, it rained and <laughs> your approval rating went up. Well, Jerry right, Brown literally has control of the water. Yes, Jerry literally, Brown. Literally, you just go ahead. Jerry Brown is has a like a key for the Jewish space laser and stopped it so there wouldn't be a wildfire well, season. 
like Storm, he too is a weather witch and he can turn on and off the water. <laughs> I'd like to see Jerry Brown in the Storm outfit. I oh, I would see... love that. Yes. That would be gay to answer the question from earlier. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool. Yeah, so 101 got washed out in about a billion places. I'm sorry, I want you to clear something up for me um, yes. real quick because you, you're, a, you're a Southern California individual. So that I am. I've been told, I have some relatives in Northern California, that people in Southern California say the 101 and people in Northern mm-hmm. California say 101. But if someone goes, or like the 405 or something, but like if someone from Northern California lives in Southern California for a couple years, they'll go back to the North and call it the 101. So it's like a disease. Yes. Is this true? Uh, From my experience, yes. Because, and people who are originally from LA will, or like the Southern California area will never stop calling it the freeways the and then the name the, the right, yeah the because northern california they say they say just the just the number mm-hmm. okay this is this is this is very interesting mm-hmm. so you just saying that in front of it it makes it so much it it sounds so much nicer i don't know i i gotta say i am a just say the number enjoyer no well, wait, but, out but here the, the 210 the 10 well the out, out here we always just like I, but, oh, what do no, no, do? it's it's what I do is when I when I go to visit relatives in um Wisconsin, I'll be like, oh, I need to hop on ninety four, and on the way I can see billboards about how inter- interracial marriage is sin or something, and it's like, okay, why am I up here? We just add like the the letter in front of it here, like it's I twenty five and I seventy and stuff, like okay, no, see, because we don't oh, leave that's... the state, we do everything in inside the state, we don't have to worry about leaving. To quote no effects, it's if it happens outside of California, it's foreign policy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that might as well be Gustavo Ariano saying that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but yes, we do say that. Yeah. There's a rule in Wisconsin that if you go past Milwaukee for every two miles, uh, you go past Milwaukee. You go one state further south in terms of cultural, in terms of like social conservativeness. <laughs> like, so by the time you get to like Green Bay, like it is weird. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting place. Okay, I will not go to Milwaukee. Don't go. Uh, Milwaukee's fine. Don't go north of Milwaukee. Milwaukee has, like, the Florida thing going on where the more north you go, the more south it gets. Yes. I have to actually... I'll, I'll go to, like, a, I forget where Trixie Mattel's motel is. It's somewhere in the Milwaukee area, though. Or is it... Was, I, don't, I don't remember where it is now. Never mind. I'll figure it out and I'll go there. It's pink. Very nice. I have to do a, like, long podcast with slides thing, but I'll be right back. Uh, I'll be right back. Go for it, yeah. Gonna, gonna piss. It's just thing I do. Very nice. All right. Well, that's permanently on the on the record now. Oh yeah, it's permanently on the record. It's not going mm-hmm. anywhere. Yeah. Never. So how are you? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm just I'm reveling in this. Like, I cannot believe I'm looking at the numbers for Jerry Brown's approval. <laughs> and I'm like, every single gonna... wet season <laughs> goes up. Like, are we that dumb? Yes, like, we and... are. 
Like, are we that monkey brain still? We, we most certainly are. Every wet season, the approval rating goes up. I feel like more and more, I feel like Ted Kaczynski every day. Uh, the, industrial <laughs> the industrial revolution might have not been a great idea a disaster for the human a race disaster for the human race <laughs> i'm not quite there yet i am about the internet though i love how he just talked about leftism for 70 pages and bribed the new york times into printing his article or else he'd do it again <laughs> I love that. my favorite was the FBI was was basically like yeah we already found where this guy lives you know just just indulge him please yeah, yeah. there's no precedent you like <laughs> to I like his house, find him like the shack he was functioning out of during that time I saw that shack perfect, it was a perfect like ten by ten shack with an with a roof at a forty five degree it's, angle it's actually a nice looking uh, shack um, but like that's during that's the uh, before make, during the the state mandated eighth grade trip to Washington D C we went to the uh, spy museum and it was there and I took a really funny picture in front of the Ted Kaczynski cabin that <laughs> like is probably one if, of my finest moments I've heard if you send him mail he'll like reply yeah he'll reply his to you. cell in the supermax prison. I would honestly not even open up that mail. I would just, like, have a sealed letter from Ted Kaczynski framed on my wall. And put that put that in your, I'm like, if, if, if you're reading this, I'm dead box. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Ted, a letter from Ted Kaczynski that's unopened. <laughs> anyway. Hey, Charlie. Hey, where <laughs> are we at? Um, we were at... Um, well, first we noticed that every single wet season, Jerry Brown's approval rating went up. Yes, but only for the wet season. Uh, then we were talking about uh, getting a like set, getting a letter from Ted Kaczynski because he can write you letters. Ah, yes. Make sure to write. make sure, many can write letters. Don't ask for a package from Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> that that's yeah. They toss those ones just straight into the trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please give that to your local uh, bomb disposal concern. Mm-hmm. Y'all anyway. still want to be on YouTube, right? <laughs> We're talking about boy. disposing bombs. Well, yes, we are a bomb disposal podcast. <laughs> We're going to teach you legally actionable advice on how to dispose of a bomb. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so this is Lake Orville here, and this is the lake that East Coast news outlets like to show um with pretty much no context and no historical significance to show that the west coast is stupid news doing that really i have no idea okay yeah so the spillway uh done got messed up and it basically caused this gentle spillway to turn into a torrential waterfall that destroyed the entire hillside Mm mm-hmm caused evacuations in a town of Oroville. Um, it was an interesting time. They just nearly repaired it um, for the low, low price of a billion simoleons. Yeah, Oroville is known for quite a lot. It's a fairly um, mm. historical area. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, a lot of like labor up in that area as well. But uh, yeah, and then uh, destroyed. <laughs> from yeah, this, this is this this is the starting point for the state water project. So pretty much all the water in this, that goes to Southern California starts here. So that's why it's really, really important. Anyway. So Mr. Newsom, 
he's had some interesting plans over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them good, some of them not so good. Here's him uh, shaking hands and doing a uh, gentleman's hug mm-hmm. with President Trump. Hmm. I just want to say that Trump ruined red baseball caps forever. Yeah, yeah. I used to sport a red baseball cap. I I will double take anyone I see wearing a red baseball cap now. Yeah, uh, like yeah, it, they're one. just it's... ruined. They're ruined. You can't wear one anymore. I have one that's like the exact shade of MAGA red, and oh. it's, it's just very unfortunate. Fire truck red. I've I've been finding MAGA red hats at the thrift store for a while now, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's good. That's where they're all going. I just yeah. wear black ones and just burn my head. I just think baseball hats look bad on pretty much anyone. Yeah. I have to wear a hat. I'm bald. I don't want to, I don't want like skin cancer on my head. Look, I'm not saying you can't wear I, a hat. I'm just saying I don't want to wear the hat unless I wear, like I somehow become very like blonde with a ponytail through it or something. <laughs> yeah, while I'm in the just very bimbified. Yeah, bimbos can do it, but that's not me or you. I'm working on it. Very My nice. kit's tripled in size in the last, like, three weeks, so, like, I'm working on it. Turning down working my volume. <laughs> <laughs> Turning down volume does not have headset. Um, okay, so Governor Newsom, his, fu- his funniest plan, and this is the plan that's probably the best one, which is building a tunnel underneath the Delta, because when water comes from Lake Orville, it kind of just goes into here, and then it gets pumped out of here. Which, you know, fish get stuck in there. It's a big mess. And then if you drain the delta too much, you get saltwater intrusion. Is that but where the think... fish tube is from? Just trying yes. to get the fish? Really? hmm Oh, my so, God. So they've literally created a river that fish can't use because it drains and fills. Yes. So oh, my God. The plan, which started out really good, is to build a tunnel completely under the delta to uh, bypass the whole problem. You don't need to pump water out of it. You don't need to worry about overdrawing it you don't need to worry about killing fish it was an overall good plan except um these are a list of fault lines in california right (laughs) all right this one goes pretty much through both of these so it hasn't happened yet but they're planning on doing it they just need to figure out that pretty large detail well you know we're allowed to uh frack over here so i'm pretty sure it's really not that big of a deal yeah there you go yeah i mean what's a little earthquake every now and again i actually i got an earthquake uh notification a day ago Um, whatever i've only been in one earthquake in my life and it was in was when we lived in mountain view in silicon valley where i was fucking born because i was born at fucking stanford hospital and it was that really big one in 1989 oh that was the the one i lived through i was one record less than one yeah Whatever happened with that, I lived through that one. Very nice. Yeah, that yeah. was the big one. I feel like all the time. It's it wasn't fun. the big one. It was a big one. No. I have never no, felt I'm one. I think it would be big one. I think it'd be really cool, but I don't also want my, to have to put other people through that. Oh, my only I hope. love when people from out of state, like when they live here, go through an earthquake because they freak the fuck out. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> weird. And I'm like, I'm I'm not waking up for anything less than a six. I'm sorry. I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my like <laughs> My hope is that if I'm ever there when the biggie happens, it's that my only request is that I'm not taking a shower while it happens. 
Well, as, to hope that I am not naked while it happens. I just want to oh. be like in, in in the middle of a field somewhere, nothing around me, just like I, on the ground, rattling back and forth, like my, one of those like balls with the weasels attached. Having the, shoes on at the time will be a bonus. This last, <laughs> this last like big earthquake that happened, it happened like a year and a half ago or so. One where I was like, oh, I guess I should stand in the door jam, shouldn't I? Because yes. I was like, I was like, not, I was not, but my, my roommate was taking a bath. So it like sloshed around. <laughs> so yeah, I was, I was just like, I guess I should get up and brace myself in the door jam. I oh God, I'll get up and try not to die in the earthquake. Well, uh, no, see above me was a, uh, was a pencil drawing of uh, some of the former presidents of the United States. Oh, that, yeah, don't get killed by that. Last thing yeah. you see. Yeah, I, I wanted to know white it's elephant. Just like that is like Grover Cleveland's face getting larger and larger. And that being the oh, oh, coming right at you. No, it's it's um it's Kennedy, Reagan, Washington, Lincoln, and the two Roosevelts. I think oh. I have a, what is it? I think I have a McKinley Pez dispenser. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, so on that note, I'm going to the bathroom. Y'all can continue. Okay. They, um, a while ago, they made a historical Pez series, and I got the most irrelevant set of five. Let me look this up. <laughs> That's great. Just a... Uh... <laughs> yeah. The one, the one from Kennedy opens at the side of his head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I assume the McKinley one just sort of splays apart. Yeah. Um, let's and see. I think it, it must have been like volume one three. One and push the Pez, the Pez back in. <laughs> Every time you try to use the McKinley one, they, all the Pez just spill everywhere like an explosion. Uh, I think it is volume three. Uh, James K. Polk, Zachary Taylor, Millard Fillmore, Franklin Pierce, and James Buchanan. That's pretty great. That's a good set. Uh, oh. <laughs> I want I want volume four because that that's got Rutherford B Hayes and I want the man that ended Reconstruction to serve me fruity candy. Hi, <laughs> God, just oh God, just imagine, just 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 filling fucking really Jackson, just thing. filling Jackson with banana pez and just being like, yeah, this is the world I live in. It's They're a really cursed thing to have a headphone cable long enough that you can use the bathroom. Oh, uh, no. We love to consume. <laughs> I, I get that. that. That was a good Pez bit. I'm very glad. I was literally yes. laughing my ass off while peeing. <laughs> <laughs> Just going everywhere. I can't control it. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm not going to read off all of this list. But yeah, what's the what's the takeaway from the list? So I don't the have take to takeaway from the list is I'm that not getting any money. It's good. Well, you're not getting any money, but there's a lot of funding in lieu of the latest drought to both increase wetland sustainability, which is you know where all the water that goes into all the reservoirs starts, and then <laughs> you know drinking and wastewater infrastructure. And I'm seeing actually... a lot of like actual good stuff about repairing yeah. and like providing wildlife, like. Well, we certainly do need it because uh, with the recent oil spill, it yeah, it got yeah. into one of our only wetlands, which has oh. a lot of endemic species. I used to go to that wetlands all the time to Pulse Chica. Um, yeah, can't find those animals anywhere else in the world. Uh, oh, 
And now this you can't find them. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're covered in oil. This happened a little too late because this happened you know, like mm-hmm. a, a few days ago. But California's, well, Newsom's budget proposal, which includes about $37 billion for various climate change related things, which is, I read it, I read the whole thing. And given Governor Newsom's verbose nature, it was a, it was no small feat. There's a, there's a lot of good stuff. The biggest one was something like $1.2 billion for uh, forest management to prevent fires. Oh, that's good, actually. I mean, we used to do more controlled fires. Yeah, you really should start doing that again. I swear to God. Well, now that you mention it, <laughs> hey, yeah. So we'll start here at this black and white photo. This is the exact same vantage point in uh, Yosemite, and this the one on the left is from 1899, and the one on the right is from 1994. A lot more trees in 1994. Um, well, that's and, obviously good. Tree's good. Yeah, it, it may make a nicer uh, Christmas card photo, but this yeah. was how nature intended the land to be like through fire and reconstruction and fire and reconstruction. That That's how it was supposed to be. No, 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 no. we have managers. If, you, if the fire, big scary fire comes and you put it out right away, it's gonna, more trees are gonna grow. And more trees is a goddamn tinderbox. <laughs> So when yeah. a fire does happen, it's going to destroy everything. That's not what Tinder everything. is. Ridiculous. It's a tree. Tree good. And then <laughs> here are the um, valued employee, valued uh, employees of the uh, prisoners uh, mm-hmm. Cal Fire mm-hmm. Forest Management Union. Which, the, you know, I thought, I thought about this. On the surface, it seems kind of dystopian, which it kind of is. But so california makes it super easy for these guys to get high-paying firefighter jobs right out of like right when their sentence ends because oh, i mean like trained, they already know how to work so like yeah it's i could see it both ways well no it's Except, it, it is yeah. just both. no it, no but no fire department will hire you if you have a felony no fire well, department it's is also safe. true cal fire will well, yeah. I don't care what you do. Cal Fire will like literally point you into a burning building and say, "We need to save this building, otherwise, we're not getting any funding next year." Yeah. I yeah. mean, like you know, talk like you know, reading stories of of uh, people in prison who've done this. They're like, "No, this is a great thing. I'm glad I got to do. I got a lot of skills. I got to get outside, do things, like help people out. Like it's a positive thing." the the weird um the weird dystopian nature really of it bad. is the the slavery part yeah which is like yeah. that's still bad mm-hmm. these folks could just be firefighters without being at the prison yes i wonder how many times people escape during this because like it's a wildfire i don't imagine they're doing any of like the uh deep like like really intense firefighting i imagine it's more of like the trench digging and uh like line making, not necessarily the uh, in the burning trees part. Of no, it. you can get you, you can get pretty escape. up close to it. Yeah, sometimes. I wonder how I wonder how easily you could just escape. I mean, again, that's the that's the that's the dystopia part is yeah. that they they're spending more money on making sure you don't do that than probably fighting the fire because they're then, not paying you. Of course, then you do escape. Now what? You're in the middle of nowhere in a wildfire. Yeah. yeah. No, this is like, and also, I feel like they planned that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's what makes it this dystopia. It's here's a million dollars to fight this fire. I need you to spend six hundred thousand of of it on like guns and tracking devices to make sure the firefighters don't 
escape, and the other 400,000 should go to, like, dropping water on it from planes. <laughs> yeah, so... With what water? I don't know. Figure it out. I can't say this enough, but wildfires are natural. It's not like mm -hmm. how fat was demonized such that any fat's bad. No, wildfires are a part of the ecosystem. The, the reason why, partially, we're in this mess now is because there weren't any wildfires. And things got so right. bad, the vegetation got so thick yeah. that fires could and we have a, demons. We have um, certain bushes, like short shrubby bushes over here that the seeds germinate when exposed to smoke, and that's how they've evolved. Mm -hmm. um, they're supposed to, uh, you know, they're supposed to be germinated by smoke, and uh, those would cover mm -hmm. up much of the land, and those would then also end up being burned. Uh, from my understanding, the local groups, uh, the local uh, Indian bands would do that. They would control the fires because they understood this, uh, this cycle. But, uh, you know, since uh, the Anglos came in and uh, dis uh, disrupted their way of life, uh, things have not been very great here for anyone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, like, and, go ahead. and like, yeah, and then everything we build now is made out of petroleum byproducts, so it yeah. just completely, it just, it just fucking, like, tissue paper. Yeah, well, yeah, we can't the... have brick buildings here because of the earthquakes. Like, they'll fall apart. Mm -hmm. The big fire that happened in Boulder, like, that may have started out as a small-scale grass fire, but it was yeah. more so just, a like, a mass house fire. It's yeah, one house burnt... went up, and then the other house went up, and the other house went up. Like, yeah, it yep. started as a bushfire. That burned my house down. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, my, I'm sorry. My mom's that was my mom's house. Uh that's where I grew up. I, I live so I live in Denver now, but my childhood home burned Is she down. Okay. I mean, she's living in a hotel and having to do the all of the private like, you know, everything's a small plot of land that is privately owned and all of the cleanup and insurance and everything is individualized and privatized. So she's just having to be her own bureaucrat while also working and living in a hotel. And she got rejected for like two apartments because she doesn't make enough money to have an apartment. <laughs> so she oh finally God, found so one sorry. that would let her have it. So at the end of the month, she's going to have somewhere to live and she's not doing great, but like, she's also like getting it done. Ah, shit. I said, I would do some data entry for her by this time today. I have to do that after the podcast put in, but my mom had a lot of like, stuff in her home that she'd collected over the years that was like really old so like the okay. insurance is like can uh what can we do to replace this and it's like oh you you can't uh it's uh -oh. just 200 years old <laughs> it's, so that no it was a, a fucking i'll send you a picture after or something if you want like it uh it just uh, entire house burned to the ground ashes the uh, my favorite part was the I-beam that runs underneath my bedroom just fell out of the ceiling and cleaved my mom's van in two almost. Oh my god. It was fucking something. Uh, which, the van is just a skeleton, that black and skeleton that's in half now, so. Wow. It was fucking, yeah, anyway. Uh, I, I got to see all of those things go up because I could watch some live video of my home burning down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fun. Anyway, not to bring it down a little bit, it's like, I, I'm, I'm dealing... I'm safe and living in my home, which has not burned down, but, ah, shit, we lost a lot of stuff that was special to me, but everyone's okay, so. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So sorry if yeah. you hear the elote man selling elotes. Um, that's what that clown horn honking is. <laughs> okay, I can barely loud. hear it as soon as you mentioned it. I can just barely hear it. 
Thank you, Elotin, man. <laughs> Thank you for carrying your wares across this this God's country. Yeah. Thank anyway, you. moving on from Forest mm-hmm. Fires, mm-hmm. we have Grandpa Joe Volume Two. <laughs> All right. So I was I was very like mad that the Bloomberg Mike will get it done campaign slogan like was not appropriated because that was such a good campaign slogan. Mike will get it done. <laughs> mm-hmm. It didn't mean right, right, but. But it, yeah, it doesn't mean anything, and also we knew that he wouldn't. Like yeah, we we all knew Mike Bloomberg would not get anything done, so I've I've appropriated it for Biden because I know well, he will not get it done. Well, see, this is why you're not a high paid, uh, like politician, agency, whatever person is because see, Biden will get it done is not believable because no. no one thinks he'll get it done. Like they're voting for him specifically because he will make it very hard for things to get done, and things will feel the same for everyone above a certain income bracket for a while it was biden i am not trump <laughs> that was that was that was literally yeah. just the campaign slogan and then um this was a uh, jeb's fantasy he, he has he has it every four years it never happens but he's gonna keep dreaming no oh, yeah one of, he's, he's got one this of his, one of his he's nieces is gonna be the president before he ever is 2024 is gonna be it he's gonna do it 2024 is this year. I'm feeling it. I think he's finally perfected his guacamole recipe. I think (laughs) it could finally get him into the primaries. The Republican Party is getting really torn up about vaccines because Trump is pushing them and other other, candidates are not. If this is what kills Trumpism, I think that is going to be the funniest way for it to die. (laughs) And and vaccines? No, no, that's what the right-wingers think it's going to do. The funniest way for Trumpism will die to die is will be trump saying that vaccines didn't work so everyone adopted a stance of them not working him backpedaling because he realized you can't grift a corpse and then falling apart because of that yeah Yeah. no that would be really funny and we're going to get some sort of interesting new synthesis where i'm going to go with i don't know who's going to run for the republican ticket but they're definitely going to take it a little further and i think jeb will run as a democrat just maybe. I mean, he honestly would do well as a Democrat. Oh, that's what oh, I mean. Totally. It's like it would be totally advantageous. He, uh, he, he, if he wants that map. Yeah, he's more popular with Democrats than Kamala is, I bet. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm thinking of the headline. It was with, with uh, Kamala looking unelectable, Democrats consider the nuclear option. And then it's just Jeb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's the Jeb with his Yahoo campaign button. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all think that we're going to see a a Harris Buttigieg 2024 ticket. I'm I'm gonna throw. We up. better not. Let's up. get let's get another um let's get another election cycle of Tulsi Gabbard resigning like uncomfortably late in the election cycle. <laughs> it was <laughs> like, to the point. It was pretty much like either Trump or Biden, and Tulsi Gabbard was still on every ballot for some reason. Yeah, like you yeah, know that was Sanders great. was just like, nope. Guys, Sanders can do it this time. We're going to put him in the cryopod, and we're going to talk for him. Well, no, this is the thing. If Tulsi... Actually, no, there's your matchup. Jeb needs to run as a Democrat in 2024, and Gabbard needs to run as a Republican in 2024, and that will both sort of... Like, they really fit better in those slots anyway, just sort of uh, uh, policy-wise. Oh, yeah. My favorite thing that happened recently was it was... Democrats tease Hillary Clinton as 2024 candidate, and then one of the replies was untease that shit. <laughs> <laughs> My God, it, they like I, that has to just be some sort of like contrived news thing. Be but, a shit post. 
like that has to be like that has to be the elites learning to shitpost a little bit, right? Maybe. Like that can't possibly be a real thing they think or I don't know. We got one of the uh, my partner's family sent us a package of of stuff for Christmas and it was all really cool except for one thing which was in just impossibly cringe which was a a uh, enamel pin set of Ruth Bader Ginsburg saying I I dissent. And we were like, we just kind of looked at each other. And I've had a long-standing offer to like talk communist politics with my partner's family for a while because they don't like know anything about it. We'll just be talking politics. And every few months or so, they like well, during the the election, they sent us a package of tea from the Joe Biden campaign. So it was Joe Biden tea, and I just sort of tore that off and uh, put the tea separate. And I just I mean, like they, we need to talk tea. to them. No, it's the tea is fine. It's good tea. I just needed to get Joe Biden off of it. It's bad. We need to talk to them. They're they're liberals in a very red sea, and they think that we think like them. And I'm like, no, (laughs) God. And then we have the big bill that couldn't, and then I put in today can't. Yeah, Um, because. (laughs) My, this is uh, Joni Ernst, who is an Iowa senator, whose name I had to write in the slide notes because I could not remember who her name was. Um, yeah, build back better. So that's basically the one that passed, except it actually cares about people and not bridges. So that's uh-huh, child uh-huh. tax credits, maybe. Climate change stuff, maybe. Uh, depending on if Joe Manchin says yes or no. Oh my god, I hate that. I'm going to go with no? Uh, yeah. Go with no. Oh, did it already happen? I just, I've been, I, I haven't been paying any attention to the big Build Back Better stuff because, like, excuse me, I lived through the first term of Obama. That was my formative political moment. You can't tell me that the guy who was in office when Obama was there, who was elected to make people think that Obama was still president, isn't going to happen the exact same way. So I just checked wow. the fuck out. <laughs> like, you tell me when when we built back better. And and no one is telling me this. And people are talking to me about how, like, oh, no, the new provisions are in them. I'm like, stop playing the fucking game and just, like, I don't know, show up at your senator's house and yell at them. Yeah, I have a Demsock friend who will always talk to me about, like, what's going on in the Senate. And I'm like, I'm not paying any fucking attention. I don't because care about your courtroom. going to happen. Your royal court drama, like, your palace intrigue. Fuck it. <laughs> this shit ain't happening. Sorry. No. They keep telling me it might happen. It's like, yeah, something might happen. Do you think the act of something might happening will actually achieve any material difference for your or anyone you know's life? And they're at like, well, point, but it no. would be at someone's. And it's like, well, but <laughs> then you don't have uh, to pay attention to it. <laughs> so moving on, we got this 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 picture that that literally gave me a oh, jump scare as devilish. soon as I saw it. This is a, this is a scary picture. It was like the shot oh in a my. movie where like there's a sniper looking out of the window <laughs> that works for the KGB and like <laughs> looks up and nails a perfect handgun shot from 300 feet away. Who is this guy? <laughs> this is I don't know. Who is Charles this like Schumer. Blofeld figure? It, it is a Mr. Uh, Charles J. Schumer. Oh I no! I don't know. I don't know if that's his middle name or not. That's my middle name is Jay. Guess yeah, who Chuck Schumer from this angle is just yes. ooh, scary. Guess who I these don't... two senators are who are opposed to rule changes on the filibuster? Mansion and Cinema. Good job. Ha is, is Schumer open to changes? Um, no. Oh. Wait. Wait, Schumer? I, I, I assume Schumer is probably... I, I don't know where he is. I, I'm going to guess he's probably committed to changes. 
anyway okay. it's like it's such a with the voting <laughs> I, rights bill and then like r- r- rollbacks and voting rights this is kind of the only way to stop that unilaterally is to put it out a law at the federal level but uh democrats sure don't know how to run a government no do they i mean they know how to run <clears throat> a government for them they're they doing everything right a, they know how to run an election every four years and that's it I mean, they, they know how to run a royal family, and they're doing it pretty good. They've even expanded it to a new set of people. I mean, that mm-hmm. was the American promise is that we're going we're gonna to try and bottle, bottle sovereignty a little smaller so it's not a king. It's your dad. And yeah. now we're, our country is run by everyone's dad. We'll see what happens. My dad. Voting rights not your dad. <laughs> not my dad. No, not mine either. Going back to water. The 21st century mega drought. We're here. Mm. So this is a historically significant moment. As I said, the, the, the 20th century was some of the wettest uh, periods in, human, in recorded history, which it was. If you look back, soil moisture graph, um, which is denoted by the letter sigma, which I thought was funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. Oh, the but, sigma graph. Yeah, the sigma graph. You got periods of wet and dryness, and we are almost surpassed the driest part on this i love those times where it just goes under (laughs) where it goes under this line that's not Uh, good yeah we don't want it to go underneath the line uh yeah the line labeled mean mean, which i assume is describing what it's like to live under it yes Mm -hmm. man like that the late 1500s were just dry over here oh goodness oh yeah it was it was bad the late 1500s that that's what killed most of the native americans in the southwest i was gonna say wasn't there like a mini ice age during around that time um or was that the 1300s the mini ice age would have been i have no idea i think but i think that caused like droughts over here something like that yeah i i I have no idea i know i would have covered this one at some point the mini ice age i don't i don't remember (laughs) (laughs) nobody who makes a podcast remembers what they say on it yes yeah it doesn't matter i'm gonna completely forget this conversation and your names tomorrow yeah actually in like 45 minutes i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i'm kind of running through these slides because i i I gotta answer something you, after you, this, br- but... you brought us on to derail your show I a little did. bit. Now I we're at like three so hours. <laughs> we're at feature film like we are almost at the end of this. So Newsom's re-election. Look at that. Yeah, he's Look got that some guns. Pose. He's got he's got a good chance. Really, the he's got a good chance literally because there's no one else who's gonna replace oh, him. Yeah, no, no there's one. There's no Democrat who's gonna run to replace him, and there's no Republican who can replace him. He's weirdly popular here yeah. um with the democrats that's and so he's weird very, and he's very unpopular occasionally like, seeing like fucking donut twitter being like yeah wow look at this thing newsom is doing and i'm like wait there are people who give him the time of day wow 52 yeah. percent of people doing that 52 percent of likely voters which i assume is even a smaller subset of people who did vote but that and that like the thing is this is an incredibly blue state like I know that you'll see like a ton of counties like be red, but though like yeah. no one lives there. Yeah. No like, one lives people. there. Like, oh wow, all three people in Trinity County wanted to recall Newsom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Mc- that's McMansion. In Kern County wanted to. <laughs> no, these are these are not McMansions. These are like log cabins. Oh, this is like you buy a log cabin so you can incidentally just own all of the water. Yes. Yeah. Well, like parts of like 
parts of California, like outside of the big cities, like even outside of like Bakersfield, which I would still consider a big city, are just like, it's literally just like log cabins. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And that's the reason why pretty much no one lives out there because it's dangerous. Like no one's coming to save your ass during a wildfire. They're mm-hmm. bears. It's kind of hard to live out there. They're bears. And you I get your new no cell phone signal. Newsom could do it. Look at those fucking guns. Come, come on. Yeah, I mean, he is like, bear. you should exile him. Yeah. Prove his worth. Yeah. <laughs> if he survives the next administration in the wilderness of he the... Has to hike a... He has to hike to the top of... Uh, We're gonna get, like, he's gonna become... Yeah, he's going to be like the new liver king or something. Yeah, like, yeah. He, has to, he has to get from Death Valley to the top of Sequoia National Forest. And if he does that, you're worthy to be the governor of California. Yeah, he's got, he has to climb one of the trees, though. Yes. He has yeah. to climb General Sherman. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, have to, you, have to say, you have to save the life of a Joshua tree with your own tears. <laughs> yeah, so... It's too salty. I'll probably kill it. Really... California's got money right now. Cal Fire is getting better at spending money on prevention. The drought's getting better. <laughs> One of the few times they're better at spending money, getting better at spending money is good. Yeah, mm-hmm. this wet season probably won't stop the drought, but it'll make it better. Good, and good. A little bit about Newsom, just to close us out. He was the mayor of San Francisco back in 2008, and that's where he got his notoriety for giving incredibly long speeches, which made it all the more surprising that the state of the state last year was only a half hour. Um, this is from SFGate, and I quote, Mayor, Newsom, Mayor Gavin Newsom gives earnestness a bad name. He's dumped a seven and a half hour state of city address on YouTube comprised of 10 webisodes on the topics from public art to poverty, and it's coming to a laptop near you this week. Fueled by a banana and a burrito, he tore through the segments on a long Monday night last week before a camera setup that has all the flair of a vacation video. It's dimly lit, the PowerPoint's unreadable, and there's a guy walking in front of the lens during the muni. Though it was shot at the California Academy of Arts and Sciences, one of the glories of the age, the setting looks like an airport hotel conference room. The concept, an entire workday of watching, is a stimulus package for Newsom critics. They're weighing in with Fidel Castro comparisons and other what-was-he-thinking exclamations. The YouTube viewership so far equals the voter turnout in a medium-sized district supervisor race. (laughs) I don't like the Fidel comparison. (laughs) I don't like that either, especially because I'm looking at this graph, and I really think that, like, that green section really should be the blue section, but for, like, secondary properties past what you use to live. That would be more, I assume, Castro-y in yes. the barest yeah. sense. I mean, Theo Fidel had, like, a lot to say um, because there was a lot to say about Cuba. Mm-hmm. There was a lot to say about Cuba. He just loved his country. But as for the future of California water, the future is what will tell us. I don't know. And that was yeah, the longest saying, what, what episode it, of California Jackpots I've ever done. What you learned... But what did you want to learn? Well, I, I've learned it's really, it's really what you take from it. Well, I'm really <laughs> thirsty right now, but I can't get any water. Yep. I learned that it's about as bad as I thought it was, but now I have some numbers. You have reasons. historical context, and you have... I do. It's reasons. amazing. It's interesting. Because you, you, you said that a little, a little earlier, talking about... I don't know. We were talking about what they teach in schools and, and context and people treating things like whatever. And I'm like, yeah, when you don't tr- teach any historical context for anything, you just don't know how it works. Oh, like, so we were talking about what the South is. I'm like, then the West. It's like you kind of have to know history to understand what we mean by South and West. So that's where we are. 
where cool. we're going is a journey that we will take and make together. Yeah. Very nice. Who will right. starve? Who will overcome? Yes. And our next episode is water where it's at. Water in sub-Saharan Africa, but you two will not be there. <laughs> oh, gee, now, tell us I'm now. Thanks. to go to bed after this. Goodness gracious. <laughs> what an episode. <laughs> well, well, thank, thank you, you for all having again us. That for was being awesome. here. This was really fun. We did not deserve to have you guys on here. Oh. Was this two hours? Oh, and... well, then you should delete this. Two yes. hours, 18 minutes. I watched wow. a movie last night that was shorter than this. <laughs> guys, nice. Yeah, but did want... you have as much fun? No, no. you didn't. If movie, you guys want... I, it, was, it was a Bollywood movie, and I oh, forgot yeah, to look up bad. the IMDb before watching, and it was 2.1 out of 10. I watched four oh. minutes of it with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't follow it. I was really tired. It was, very, it was a very confusing part. They were in Syria for some reason. <laughs> All right. Well, if you guys want a copy of the MP3, just let me know, and I'll try to give it a zip bomb to you at some point. Yeah, send 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 us a copy of the MP3 so we can clip out like 20, 20 minutes or something and uh, give it to people. Yeah. Perfect. All yeah. right, and then we will have this uploaded Redirect to you. as soon yeah. as I watch the rest of it. All right. Well, thank you guys so much, and thanks a lot. Remember, we're doing our dead space. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, listen to Psychic Dolphin Garage. Uh, and if you're listening to this on Psychic Dolphin Garage, go watch Cat Bot Crackpot on YouTube. Oh, yeah, it's close. Thank you all again. Yeah.